0: Audacity has activated. What the f- is going on down there? T T.
1: Was-
0: <laughs> It's not the middle of May, it's the beginning of May, but you know, it's basically the middle of May, and we're surviving. Uh, I forgot to turn my air conditioner off. There's a little thing I'm going to have running there. Hi, welcome to WTF and TFW. Uh, we're uh, jamming out some Transformers podcasting. It's an odd number episode, and I am adamantly continuing my rotating chair. So today in the chair, I've put uh, one Mr. Matrix Spada. That's his real name. Uh, hello. Welcome. Hello, this chair. Oh
2: God, it won't stop spinning. Yeah,
0: that's part of the fun. That's how we uh, we have a good time with the guests. Uh, that's what the buckets for. Uh, if you you know you get the centrifugal stuff. How, how are you doing? How's it? What's what's up? Welcome to the show. Uh, longtime listener, um, first time uh, Discord caller. Uh, you've done this before.
2: I have done the podcast thing before. I have not done the
0: WTF at TFW thing before. Thank you for having me. Ah, no worries. This is a part of a long chain of folks I know who, when I talked about the rotating chair like twelve years ago, said, "Oh yeah, let me know." And then uh, that that you you all have heard how that's panned out. It takes about four months, and then I'll be like, "Hey, someone said something once," and I'll go and check Twitter messages. <laughs> and uh, anyway, we're we're here. We're doing it. Uh, I wanted to actually. I had a real d- d- dead ass off topic thing I wanted to talk to you about because I've, I've been enjoying watching this purvey. Uh, so many years ago, uh, I got I got into this. I forgot how I discovered them, but I started looking into Korean original transforming robots, and yes. I, I pursued I pursued the uh, what I like to think of as the golden year of Towbot uh, for about a year, and then I couldn't keep up. And boy, howdy is it tough buying Korean toys? You've kept up. You've kept up. You keep going at them. Those Korean toys are hard to get, aren't they? <laughs> They are very hard to get, and they are very expensive,
2: and yeah. I love them, but at the same point, once I've done the review and they've sat on the shelf for a little bit, it's like, okay, another wave of Transformers is coming in.
0: These figures take up an entire shelf time to put them in storage. That's that's the other half of why I kind of stepped back. It was like uh, one part— like. Even if if there's such interesting curios, and and they are so expensive to get from Korea, specifically because uh, the packaging is always gigantic. And, yes, the, uh, the packaging
2: is gigantic. The figures themselves are gigantic.
0: Yeah. Uh, so,
2: especially the—oh, boy. Like, I've gotten so many over the years, I could never remember the exact names of them. Not the most recent batch, but the batch that was like— the deer, the eagle, and the elephant. Oh, it the c- uh, yeah, uh, bike, bike, the bike, bike ones. The bike yeah. Those suckers are absolutely enormous. Um, they are the same width as Omega Supreme.
0: Yeah, i I got the two who diagonal connect because I thought that was really cool. And then I, I spent like two years going like I'm going to get the that, those other three because I, I keep hearing they're so great. And then I keep looking at the ones I've got and I just keep shrinking away because it's like. Even if you think that they do a cool like a cool thing, it's like this would be so fun to mess with, it totally is. But there's so much baggage that comes with that. It, <laughs> there is. And so if you get like a
2: seventy quart um storage bucket from, say, Target or uh Toys R Us, a fine Canadian brand, oh, then, yes. then you're going to take that entire line, uh the the most recent Tobot V line all of the figures from that line that I have reviewed fill up a bucket. Yeah. A 70-quart bucket.
0: And that's like one year, one maybe one and a half
2: years, I think? Not even. Not even. That's uh, That was, I want to say that
0: was like 10 months oh. worth of figures. And, and this is leaving out, like, there are so many fascinating things. Like, there's, uh, there's also Hello Carbot. Uh, there, there was one of the original Hello Carbot combiners, Pentastorm, who I still, to this day, would love to get a hold of Pentastorm. But like, I've seen the packaging, I've seen the photos, I've watched unboxing videos to try to get scale, and it's like, Pentastorm is a combiner made of those kind of robots, who's packaged in splayed-out combined mode in the box.
1: Uh,
2: Oh, oh, this guy, yes, I have actually seen this thing in person. Uh, it is just short, combined, fully combined, it is maybe about one to two heads shorter than Titan's Return, I'm sorry, Power of the Prime's Predaking oh man and the box itself is like just it's I want to say six inches deep and about 18 inches lengthwise it's not tiny it's big it's like you could put a
0: ukulele into
2: it like it looks like a musical instrument (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean you could you could fold up some smaller Transformers fans
0: and just put them in there yeah yeah you could or you know entire children could probably fit in there. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I don't want to keep dragging it on, but I got to point out also, like, the, this is, this was the one where I was finally able to, like, overcome the psychological FOMO and, like, go, like, I just need to, when the opportunity arises, and and I feel like buying myself a nice thing maybe but it was mini force when they had the the full on like alt mode robot and combination thing mm-hmm. with ratchet joints and I, and and yep. also they're like whatever a 100 some bucks a piece and I was like I can't I and I know how big they are I can't but it is really cool stuff <laughs> so I have the first
2: one and Penta X I have both I got both of them from sir toys yeah. uh, sirtoys.com and I got them at what at the time was a steal before the prices went up. And the first set is not nearly as good as the second set. So Penta X is the one you want to get. That is more of a traditional Super Sentai or more of a original G1 chunk to the combined mode. Mm -hmm. The, The first one is just oddly proportioned. It's very wide in the chest. And very thin in the rest of the figure, and is very top heavy and has a tendency to fall over.
0: Yeah, it makes me think of um, the coverage I saw of like the, the first year towbots, uh, mm-hmm. like like the, yep. the the very first two that were all ball jointed up. I remember some folks were in the TFW thread, and I think someone told me on Twitter they were like they look neat, but like it's better that they move to all these ratchet joints. Yes. Um, oh yes. Oh god. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I was also gonna say, like, like I think that because Tobot made it out of uh, Korea, not to North America, sadly, but to a couple other territories. Uh, some of what I I just call it the golden year of Tobot, but like you know the the uh what was it Advent- Adventure Zed and uh, yes uh oh, who was it the the com- well, the triple combiner with the camper van thing oh Delta Tron Delta Tron okay
2: yeah. so you know that Tobot is available on Netflix now, right? Oh, was on Netflix now. Yes, <laughs> it is. So Netflix has been getting all these Korean-based shows, and that's one of the places that it's been growing its children's show catalog. So they've got Super Wings, Mini Force, a bunch of other Korean animated shows, and Tobot recently showed up. It was weird, though, when I watched it because the resolution was not even 480p. It was like 360p,
0: but they've fixed that since then. Man, because they they did an English dub when they got into some of the other territories. Because I, I remember seeing some of it on YouTube. Yep, it's but, an uh, it's the English dub. Oh, because I I hope they can get the toys over here. Because I know from a friend that a couple years ago, Young Toys was at New York Toy Fair trying to get Tobots to get picked up. Yep, and yep, I, but I I think I heard, I had good.
2: always heard that they were going to be too expensive for Walmart.
0: Yeah, because they were
2: the main thing they were trying to sell to Walmart, and Walmart's like, no, you got to bring the price down. You got to bring the price down.
0: Yeah, uh, and I mean, I only have one of them, but like the mini Tobots are still pretty fun. Like they're not very prosable, but they they have that that uh, young toys click factor. Yes, that that I don't want to say click. It's more like a chunk chunk. Yeah, that is just mm, mwah, chef's kiss. It's it's ratchet joints and C clips aplenty. Uh I, I would tell anyone who likes Transformers, Adventure Z and Deltatron to me were just marvelous. Also the uh the snowboarder one, the snowboarder delivery courier truck one, um, whose name I forgot. Uh, I don't remember that one. I don't know which one that is. That's the last Tobot I got before I had to call it, um, and I, oh, I can't remember his name now. I, I gotta look it up sometime later. There's one who, uh, he, was a, 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 he was like a courier truck, and he had like a courier, like a red delivery uh, container on the roof, and he transformed, his robot mode was themed after a snowboarder, and he could ride that thing like a snowboard. and uh and he had like the adventure zed like just like that pinnacle Tobot articulation layout where it's like he's got way more joints than you'd think none of them are like full range but they're all just enough range um right and just enough range
2: to be absolutely wonderful
0: yeah and just so big uh i I was noticing in in uh, because also i remember from back when Tobot was really picking up in carbot they were also in korea uh toppling power rangers um, as oh, far as like toy okay. sales, and uh, I, I was noticing uh, Takara Tomy's new Tomika thing. Uh, Grant was it Kizuna Gra- uh, G- Kizuna Gatai Granner, Graner, Earth Graner, and etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, those things remind me a lot of Tobot. Those are on HLJ. If anyone wants to go take a look, but it's like Tomika's, you know rescue type stuff with like this super really hard to ignore Tobot ish aesthetic. Uh, and those
2: are the ones that are like, they're two vehicles that combine into one robot. And, and then yeah, they have
0: like tons of articulation. They're, they are stepping all, they're just, they're just jumping up and down on the toes of Super Sentai in a really <laughs> loud way. <laughs> uh, I, I really like the Kara Major
2: uh, bots that have come out this year. I'm looking at them right now in my display case. I really like them. But, in 2020, I'm I'm looking at them going, man. You know, like all these other toys, like ToeBot and those uh, those Tomica ones. They're stepping their game up, and these Super Sentai ones just
0: aren't. Yeah, there's uh, Shuki um, on Shukuen on on Twitter. He, he er, no, he's Shuki now. I remember Shukuen's yeah. the old name. He he put up a photo, and he's like, I like both. Like, I think he said he likes both of them, but it was uh, the the new the newest Kira Major thing, the two bullet train thing and mm-hmm. and the the tomica thing and he was like these cost the same and i was like oh god i didn't think about <laughs> oh god. that i didn't know i didn't know the bullet trains cost 70 canadian or whatever yeah <laughs> like, together
2: together they were not cheap um but i i was able to get them a lot cheaper from like toku collectors yeah toku collectors and i was able to space out the payments cuz they have like you could pay for the figures now and then you could kind of we could like space those payments out so I was able to do that and then pay for shipping later. Mm-hmm. And that was nice. That was a nice change. So oh, I was able good. to do a purchase at first and then kind of space some things out and then pay for shipping when they came in.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's and yeah. it's like, you know, it raises the question of like, yeah, but these are the Sentai ones. It's like no, absolutely. Like if if you especially if you like Kira Major a lot, like you got, you know, get the Kira Major ones if you dig them. It's just like, you know, you can get them and you can also say like, it's real weird how y'all Seem to just be turning an eye to something that's sort of occupying the same space and is a million times more engaging, hands wise. This is a
2: typical issue with Bandai, and I feel like Bandai and Hasbro are kind of going down the same road here, and they're trying to cater to nostalgia and nothing but nostalgia. Mm -hmm. So, Super Sentai has been the same for 30 plus years, 40 plus 40 years. In terms of toy design, it's always been big, chunky, very little articulation, and and interesting transformations. And Hasbro's running into the same problem with not only Power Rangers but Transformers, where they just recycle the same thing over and over and over and over again, trying to play that to that nostalgia card. And arguably, the last three Star Wars movies are having or did the same thing. It's like, hey, we're hitting that nostalgia hammer real hard. You remember these characters? You love them. We got new characters
0: and they're doing the same thing. Yeah, so, it's, it's, it's it's such a shame because there's there's a freshness that that can exist there that like Super Sentai, uh, in the like through to I think it was about halfway through the early two thousands. Like there was still some like amazing stuff in there. Like uh, the Gao Ranger line was such a uh, a step up. Even now, when I think <laughs> about it, of just like. It it resembles the pattern, but like it's doing so many fascinating things. Or uh yeah, you, or Magi Ranger. Up, how many different bots did you end up with
2: in Gal Ranger? I don't there remember were, the at count. Least, there was the the wild the Wild Force Megazord. Jeez, King, the Moon One, the Isis Ma- Isis Megazord, yeah. and then a bunch of auxiliary Zords that could also do other things. But I, I don't remember. All of them. and Yeah, and like that, and um, Manji Ranger was definitely interesting. Manji King having two distinct robot forms. Yeah. Like a dragon form, and then the actual robot form was fantastic. Now, the second mecha that came from that was just the stupid giant motorized lion. I didn't care for that. But that was something that they were doing in that time period, where the last robot to appear was just this giant... Thing. I just forgot moved that via. was.
0: I forgot that was in Bungie Retro. <laughs>
2: Well, look, Another uh, thing was Bokenger. Bo Bo Kenjer is another perfect example. You had all these auxiliary robots or vehicles that could form into different ones that then merge together. And then you had a giant flying Yamato class spaceship that was motorized and moving that then split apart into different vehicles and formed into a giant brick of a robot. Yeah. yeah, that whole line was fantastic. And there was fun stuff done there and freshness, as you were saying. And then they kind of fell back on their laurels for Several years. And then I feel like last year's uh um Ryu Soldier was a fresh take. I it wasn't for me, like the mecha falling apart into um um not mega blocks, a uh, Minecraft esque blockage mm. wasn't my cup of tea, but I know tons of people that loved it.
0: Oh yeah, I I heard about it. I remember when it got debuted. It was a couple friends of mine were telling me like it's it was the most interested they'd been in a while, and I was like, yeah, there's every now and then like like people can get it in there. Like even in Transformers, when aesthetically they get bound into uh, um, pushing nostalgia, it's like within the toy design, there's just always like little. That's why I always end up liking Transformers so much, toy wise. is, Is Even when aesthetically it gets a bit flat, they're always pushing little things in the toy design. Like I, I always remember, just uh, was it a year or two ago when I popped open Siege Hound, who I'd just been crapping on since Toy Fair, and then I <laughs> transformed him, and I was like, y'all, y'all made this transformation like like real like my kind of jelly and jam or a uh, Earthrise Starscream, who again, I I was absolutely unenthused by Earthrise Star Scream, and I, I, it was I think it was you tweeting about him. No, it was you. It was either you or someone else. No, it was um, for sure, it was uh, ah Xv specifically. I remember, uh, who I think was way into it less than I was. Saying like, this thing's pretty cool, and and I went and, and picked it up as the one Voyager I've got so far. And I was like, yeah, this actually, there's hand candy in what otherwise was something that I was like making fun of for several months. Yeah, and as TJ said in the last episode. Or maybe
2: two episodes ago. Yeah, Grapple's fine. Grapple does exactly what you expect it to do. Starscream is a surprise. And a pleasant, great surprise. Yeah, it has similar features to that original 06 figure. And yeah, the chest is next to impossible to get unpegged. But it's a fantastic figure and it looks absolutely amazing in plain mode.
0: Yeah like the the plane mode in my hand held top down like I would hold a g one seeker in plane mode mm-hmm. like like just briefly took me away, like took my breath for a second of just this very and not nothing like mind blowing even it's just this really subtle feeling of like this thing's big, and there's a big ass nose cone like I get my hands around that like that's that ain't bad uh. Yeah, they're, they're, I, that, that's that's why I'm actually still kind of uh, looking forward to seeing how Masterpiece RC works, because uh, she reminds me so much of Masterpiece Hot Rod in that, like, her photography is terrible. Uh, that's actually on my little topic list I made for us in a little bit. Uh, but, like, everything I've seen of how she, I think she works, I'm like, there's such cool ideas in here that are getting utterly obfuscated by, like promo photography that makes me frustrated only because i'm i'm thinking someone got paid to do that and it's it's all real uh it's real darts hitting the wall and not the dartboard um
2: yeah uh, i think we've had more dartboard hit with the everybody who's been replying to you on that one twitter thread
0: yeah Yeah, we got. I got. I did a thing on Twitter. I, I was like, everyone pose your toys like that shot in the new figure king thing, and uh, that went. That went. That went better than I thought it would, and it was actually that whole day was real fun. Uh, just like seeing more and more replies. I was not able to keep up with retweeting them like I was hoping I would because it just got so overwhelming. I,
2: I was busy, and I I actually created a panel in um or a new th- uh panel in Tweet Deck for that thread and just i had to turn off notifications on the one computer
0: i have here in the hey, basement because hey. it was just
2: like bleep, go, bleep, go, bleep, 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 bleep,
0: bleep. i'm like ah, ah! <laughs> like i i actually for a second had forgotten about lockdown and then about halfway through the day i was like oh wait there are a lot of people just chilling out at home who would love a thing to do and that, that was absolutely a thing to do oh boy um but we'll, like i said we'll, we'll get to that i want to i have a little uh just a little list for us here to to start bopping through uh, all right let's get to it one of them is uh we, i i've talked about these toys already but now we've got we've got definite prices and i just wanted to to pop them in there um the uh, the earthrise uh, decepticon clones are going this is all target data but they're going to be 25 bucks um masterpiece movie Starscream is going to be 150 uh and masterpiece movie mpm2 uh, uh is going to be 120 uh which which sounds like um Actually, I was going to say it sounds like a car. That's a Canadian dollars price for a car in MPM. Wait, but, that, uh, that Earth. Wait, that Earthrise two pack is only twenty five bucks. Uh, yeah. So isn't isn't the figure as it isn't Starscream? Oh no, these are the clones. These are oh, uh, pounce and wingspan. Oh
2: oh derp. Okay, that explains <laughs> that. Oh. Yeah.
0: Now they're uh, they're both they're both for those who haven't messed with them yet they're uh, not quite deluxes but also bigger than basic slash scouts so they're a legends class from a few years ago yeah um that, there's something that the uh, when I when I was like I wonder who's excited about it and then Hoopla who I was recording with literally said me I'm excited because I don't have them I was like yeah you're right there's a lot of people <laughs> who are excited about that uh, I, I was able to get the Japanese
2: two pack and then I went and got the non nef Productions uh, replacement guns for both of those guys. Yeah. And I strongly suggest if you have even a passing interest in those figures, pick them up when you can at target and then go to non-NEF productions and get their recreations of the G1 guns, Mm -hmm. because those are really, really good. They're small, but they're only like four or five bucks. They're, they're not that expensive and they just complete them so perfectly.
0: Yeah, not Non F does great work. I believe is Non F uh did I remember that this got this got kind of janked up by uh event cancellations and stuff. Was Non F not getting I think I saw photos of Non F's um uh what is it? It's like tracks that would interact with both like the Titans Return ramp connectors and the new yes. ramp yes. connectors. So they, they've got um on their website right now, they have
2: an Omega Supreme track set.
0: And yeah. that's
2: back ordered. And they've got uh looks like uh, a diorama set for both grapple and hoist,
0: so yeah, they were doing that
2: awesome. and i think that I think all of that's back ordered though right now
0: yeah it's still i mean unless something changed like non f is a is a very very small um uh, yeah it's just outfit. one guy yeah it's one it's, guy it's one guy with it's one guy uh the skill of l- alu- aluminium milling and a dream uh mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, uh, that, that whole ramp thing is, uh, I've been trying to, I've been trying to, for the sake of a script I'm writing, I've been trying to catch up on some of the lingo around the ramps and I forgot, I always forget the acronym. Uh, so I decided that I, I have it on a Google docs cause I never want to say the acronym. I want to just say it all properly, uh, out loud. So I'm glad that there's going to be some interaction for the adaptable interconnection Retro- retrofitter, uh, lock system. Um, cause the adaptable interconnection retrofitter lock system, uh, is gonna get forgotten if, if people aren't able to make it interact with some of those other ramps we've been getting over the years i, I gotta be honest chris i've already forgotten it it's the adaptable interconnection retrofitter lock system that i'm talking about um because someone said the word airlock and i guess a while later someone said wait that's that's supposed to be an acronym uh well <laughs> lock can still be the word lock i mean that's fine uh i was gonna ask you as quickly like how are you feeling about uh, MPM npm uh starscream because i was kind of I forgot if that's the episode I'm still uh, that I, I finished editing this morning, but uh, I'm I'm feeling that thing. Like I I I have this uh, love for movie Star Scream getting good toys uh, because they inform me of how that design is supposed to work. That's why I really like the three A gigantic one from a couple years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I and also why I like the studio series one. Like it's neat to actually get to mess with a nice movie Starscream Scream and and just understand his physicality because i i never really got a good look in the three films he was in
2: yeah he was never in them long enough to really not be ugly yeah i i'll be honest i don't know i i feel so burned on masterpiece lately cuz the the last few i've got are last few that have been out haven't been set the world on fire, and they've also been kind of janky. It's also been a Russian roulette of if you're going
0: to get one, that's going to break on you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious I, I'm a, how a I'm curious how a jet mode's going to work because he's he's yeah. he's primed to turn out well because he's not a truck in MPM, and the the cars went fine. And I got an I got a, a Japanese release MPM Megatron who totally works as far as like stuff locking together. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm like I'm like Starscream is primed and ready to turn out well because he, he doesn't have to be a truck because for whatever reason the trucks always go wrong.
2: <laughs> yeah, the uh, truck always goes wrong, but the bumble the two bumblebees and the barricade are fine. Yeah. Um I I don't know. I I need more pictures of the jet mode. I mm-hmm. wanna know what that undercarriage looks like.
0: Yeah, I mean I mean, like it's there's gonna be one. But yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if it's, like, gonna have a smoothness to it. Like, I, I'm totally fine and ready for it just to be, like, it's robot bits. But uh, I, I'm curious, I like, like how much it locks together. Yeah,
2: I want to see how it locks together. And I want to see, like, are we talking uh, Combiner Wars, Silverbolt, or Studio Series Jetfire amount of kibble underneath? Or are we talking that's something a little bit more cohesive like uh like studio series shatter jet mode for instance Mm -hmm. is that's a that is a that is a jet mode that is just exactly what i want out of a jet mode for a transformer
0: I, I have uh, I have optimism in part because of Starscream not just being a man when he's a robot like he's mm-hmm. that that kind of triangle bird thing and so it's like there's there to me there's always less of a chance of Starscream looking like a person from underneath because like there's no person to hide necessarily, right? And the studio series Starscream was also
2: like that. It was mm-hmm. yeah you could see some robot kibble under there, but it was mostly jet looking.
0: Yeah. It's it's one and of the. I,
2: I I would be fine with mostly jet looking.
0: It's it's one of the weird virtues of his design is because he's he's you know a not just a normal humanoid biped and b like there's a lot of jet pieces on his robot mode. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I'm 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 really I'm just feeling good about that one. I, I think it's just because like I said when when it got debuted, like they spent so much time showing like look his arms work like arms, and I was like you know what yeah that's the thing to show me. <laughs> yeah a... i'm i'm looking forward
2: to seeing some of the reviews on it i really want to yeah. know what uh some of my some of our fellow reviewers like pr and uh and MGO, what they think of it because i've never been the biggest fan of starscream's um starscream's design for the movies but it's grown on grown ah, grown on me over the past couple of years mm-hmm. so yeah i'm really looking forward to seeing what folks not not me spend money
0: on it and think of it so as as you guys have heard, we're expecting you to buy this and quickly. Uh Yes. Alright, and if you don't Be- ben. <laughs> ben 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 <laughs> Ben I mean, I, I'm not sure if you're actually listening to this, but I'm sure someone can tell Ben that like he's he's on orders. He's got to buy Ben it. Uh, back away from the 3D printer and buy the Star Screen. I mean, you can 3D print all your other toys right now, so just you know, yeah, you can yeah, exactly. Just buy it. it. Just it just takes a while. <laughs> Look, we're, we're just asking you to buy a $150 <laughs> retail toy where it probably will turn out fine. Like, is that so much of an ask? I mean, yeah, I, I mean, what could go What could go wrong? You know, it's what my, could go wrong? It's my birthday in August. And I don't think... Mine, this is, too. It's, yeah. Mine, too. And you know what a good double birthday is? If you bu- if you buy a toy and tell us if it's good, and then, I don't know, cut it in half and give it to us. And uh, then buy
2: us both one.
0: I, I'll take half of a Starscream. I mean, I'm good with the, <laughs> the, biblical, the biblical tale. Um... <laughs> So uh, yeah, just a little bit of price, uh, price upkeep and updating. Uh, the the other masterpiece related news that's just just masterpiece and not a masterpiece amidst some other scans. Uh, the Sunstreaker I wanted for uh, however, I can't remember when he came out, but since he came out, the one where I've said you got to do this uh, is happening. Red Sunstreaker uh, named Assault Rescuer Spinout uh, using the Cordon toy uh, style robot mode parts is coming out. And uh I, I have been I was borderline slamming a fist on a table, demanding this, uh, for two reasons. A, more selfishly, I really like Masterpiece Sunstreaker, uh, and I will gladly buy any version of that figure, because that's that one's up there with MP36 Megatron for me is just like it's it's so much of what I adore about what a lot of those folks working on these can do. Uh and, and the the way that like parts just suck together to form components it's, it's delightful also uh the red sunstreaker is of massive historical importance to transformers in general it was the very first diaclone toy uh it's it's ostensibly part of the reason why you know if you think chaos theory why any of this is happening whatsoever or happened whatsoever and i was starting to go like are you seriously not gonna do this uh so, uh, I'm, I'm excited about this. Uh, I was excited about Cordon as well. I, I, but like I said, I just love Masterpiece Sunstreaker. Um, so this is coming out, uh, sometime. I didn't look at any dates. Why would I, uh, Takara Tomy Mall announced it, uh, but it showed up on Pulse, I believe. Oh, November, 2020 is when this is coming out. Um, and uh, as, as as the TFW news story says, you, with this you can now have two red Lamborghinis chilling out next to each other with masterpiece sideswipes. So, hey, uh, so uh, yo, uh, I'm going to call you Balt now because uh, it fine. sounds it sounds like Bolt of light. I don't know. Uh, I, I just like using everyone's hundreds of names. How are you feeling about spin out about uh, historical uh, Diaclone man? I didn't realize that this was the first Diaclone figure I for some reason thought
2: the black Ironhide was the first one, oh, so yeah now now knowing it that this is the first one it's like, mm, okay, I might have to get this yeah I, mean, I i I originally passed on Sunstreaker and i'm I don't own that masterpiece figure, so I will probably have to get this one then,
0: yeah, I mean uh unless something goes real wrong, like that figure is uh it's a very fine figure uh, it's the like you know the whole thing of being able to switch between the two car modes there it's astonishing how much is crammed into a small space um yeah so. the,
2: the fact that it can go from a kuntash to a um the whatever the souped up kuntash is with the air <laughs> intakes
0: yeah um the, the he's just also a great example though of a figure where like you got to you got to watch a video I'll always just say, like the Wotafa video, you gotta watch a video of how this works specifically for the audio. Uh, cause he's got a couple parts where if you don't know it's supposed to make that clack noise, it can be kind of freaky. Um, but that that just goes into i mean you you know what i'm telling you i'm gonna start oh, yelling yes. about instructions again oh oh, uh, oh i when we get it oh oh
2: i have some words on that when we get into what we what we got oh you bought a transformer in the last two years all right <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no 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 not a not a mainline one oh we'll be talking trust me
0: all right all right i listen i'm always here to uh to commiserate about instructables but uh Hey, spin out. You know, he's the third release, so at least <clears throat> when this toy comes out, like it's pretty easy to look up how he works. Uh, the instruction- Am I crazy?
2: Am I crazy? Was Cordon the one that was the TFCon exclusive?
0: Uh, a oh, Cordon court. Wait, no, Cordon was just a regular release. Okay, so that was a regular release. Was there was there a TFCon exclusive for MP Sunstreaker? Uh no not not uh not for an official masterpiece. There was now I'm gonna start crossing or was the it wires. A third, or was it a third party uh third party sunstreaker? Or am I thinking of the third party trailbreaker that was the same color? Yeah, there there was a trailbreaker in an off-white that Ocular Max put out. Yeah. And then there was a trailbreaker in a white white, I believe, that Ocular Max put out. Uh, and I'm also now crossing – because Cordon was the police uh, Sunstreaker. Right. I'm right. now crossing wires with the ex-Transbots police Skids, whose name I forgot, okay. which is embarrassing. Okay. I, I actually thought that looked really cool. That <laughs> might be the one I'm actually thinking of. Yeah. Uh, I, I've, uh, I've lost uh, – a couple years ago, I had a pretty encyclopedic ability that I didn't like to start naming off who was putting out what. Now I need to think a bit. But uh, I still I still get in enough through osmosis <laughs> uh, to keep track of some of it. And I'm trying not to. I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep track of board game rules now. Um, that's uh-oh. a whole other thing. <laughs> uh-oh. Trust me. As somebody who's played a lot of German board games, uh-oh. Oh, I, hey, when we get to off topic, <clears throat> I got some reports <laughs> to make. Uh, so, yeah, Spin Out is looking super cool. And, uh, hey, um I hope I hope that he turns out well I can't imagine because uh, I, I, to me the root of a lot of the the official masterpiece um like masterpiece roulette has been on a base design level mixed with production quality I don't think that's really possible on the sunstreaker design uh, as much as on like ones that are taking more chances with their dimensions so i I'd feel confident if I were someone who wanted to pre-order it that like it's probably gonna turn out fine um it's it's not like unless because like, it's it's it was a, a use of new material mixtures as well that was messing with stuff like hound uh who i can report hound is still mine is still working um i keep i keep looking at him every day uh i'm pretty sure I'll break him at some point because i like transforming him but i'm i'm happy that a toy i like to transform who's famous for breaking i ended up getting lucky um well that's good i'm still worried about rc though because I think that she's trying to i think she's she's in some ways looks very similar to hounds as far as like some of the mechanisms mm-hmm. and I, I'm, I'm hoping that it's not also like yeah we tried mixing we tried we tried messing with the mixtures a bit again because i'm like it don't though <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i i
2: want to like masterpiece rc i just don't i just don't
0: well, it doesn't look uh... good
2: i i'm i'm seriously considering picking up um
0: mastermind creations uh azalea is that what it is yeah it's the the ocular well so on a on a severe adjusting my glasses technicality uh mastermind (laughs) mastermind creations reformatted azalea was the smaller idw one but the ocular max azalea which is a mastermind creations thing uh that's that's the good one i will sing praises of that one like that that is actually a toy that is an easy pick for me if it's like the the building's burning grab one it's ocular max azalea uh that that is a pinnacle transforming toy for everything I believe as far as like what toy transformation is as an art form. Uh that that figure is utterly marvelous and I'm overjoyed that it is also G1 RC who who greatly deserves having such a good release. Um yeah. I'll have to see if I can pick that one up, because
2: everybody, um, you, Jobby, be- uh, a couple of other people that I follow, all
0: rave about that thing. There's there's like 15 colorways now, so if you don't care yeah. too much about the color, yeah. like <laughs> you'll be able to... I, I will say, if you can get a hold of one that, that has flat heels rather than spike heels, the spike heels have their own step of transformation, which is kind of cool. But I really prefer the flat heel look, um, and I think that's less common amidst the colorways. But, Do we know uh, if the if
2: the TFCon version? I think it was TFCon Orlando was supposed to get a custom version. That was the version based on the uh, the, the original color scheme, right?
0: Yeah, the the prototype blur retool from G one. Uh, the like weird orange and stuff. yeah uh, that one went up I think it's still up for sale in some spots. It went up on ages three and up and I think some other places uh, as like a web release when the convention okay. was called. I'll off. see if I, I'll
2: see if I can track that one down because that one I was I was interested in just because of the weird color scheme.
0: Yeah, that one I think is still attainable, because your, your options are there's the Shadow one who has the great face sculpt, but I think that's harder to get mm-hmm. now. There's the Cartoon Colors one who's just solid. There's the Ox Colors one who is uh, a different pink RC with the spike heels. There's the paradrone Medic who I think has the flat heels and the green, and then that Prototype one um, who just yeah, is... The pro-
2: I, I know this is really stupid, but I think that Prototype one, I think I, my parents had a couch that had the same color scheme.
0: Oh. That actually, yeah, I can picture the those specific oranges and stuff on a couch. Yes, yeah. the it, the seventies were weird, man. It is a seventies ass color scheme. That is a yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen seventies carpet before, like the I, <laughs> I I remember a puke green carpet from when I was like an infant. I have memories from when I was an infant. Don't ask me why. It's just kind of weird. Uh, but yeah, speaking of RC, let's get to uh, those um figure king scans. Like, there's no like obscenely unseen before news in here. It's just a few more new angles. Uh, the main one is that RC uh, it's it's like they they were kind of poking to this a bit. So There's one thing they've been doing since they revealed this figure, which is like, I hate it, but I also love it. Uh, they constantly try to show off her hand articulation. And it never looks good, and they no. keep they keep showing it off, and I keep going like, no, I get it. No, it's it's not like his bad hand articulation, but y'all, whoever's taking these photos, is not paying attention to how the thumb doesn't move, so it just looks weird. And and, and now now I'm kind of into it because you keep showing me those weird hands, and it's
2: all uncanny valley too. The hands are curved just enough that they're like, no, 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 human actually puts their hand in that that pose.
0: Yeah, like, I feel like it's something that in the hands of, like, you know, just fans taking photos, it will become something magical. And that's why it's also kind of annoying, because I'm like, come on, just if you can't do it right, then just make it be a surprise. I don't know. (laughs) Like, stop. Stop showing me this weird claw handing stuff. And
2: in this specific picture, uh, which is probably going to be in the show notes, Mm -hmm. the the the. The thing going on on Twitter when this showed up was everyone saying that it looks like she's wearing a cardboard box around her midsection that has everything attached to her back and there was this little chibi drawing of yep. her in a cardboard box and i just can't unsee
0: that now that was a reply to my little call to <laughs> call quote unquote call to action uh oh, and i oh I, no. I got i got to get this i'm going to get you the link because this was by two fan uh 2 p h a n on twitter uh this made my day this is the best art i've i loved this Because the facial expression on our scene is perfect. (laughs) That's it,
2: that's it, that's the picture.
0: It was (laughs) was specifically, it makes it look like she's wearing cardboard armor that didn't really come together in time before the convention. And yeah, (laughs) that that angle, that side (laughs) angle is terrible because it does look like a box is hanging off of her shoulders with like a couple suspenders. And it's like, you know, much like, much like Masterpiece Hot Rod specifically, the smaller one. Like, yeah, she's got, a we- kind of weird chest and i think that chest can look fine except when you take like we like not just a profile shot it's a profile up shot that yeah. makes it look probably the worst you could make it look. You can make a lot of toys look a lot worse than they actually are in hand. And this is like going above and beyond because this upshot, which by the way is entirely in service of trying to pull off a cheesecake photo that just ain't working. It it makes her chest thing look weird and it makes the backpack somehow look twice as big and like 10% as effective as whatever you thought of it, you know, going off of the the initial reveal at that toy show.
2: And uh, I am not con- i am not convinced that this figure is transformed correctly in no, every I, shot. I just—I don't think it is in a lot of these shots.
0: Yeah, the 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 backpack uh, I feel like constantly has stuff in different places. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, and, and the um screw hole right on her keister doesn't help things. Yeah, I I, I want to say that, and I said this on Twitter. I want to say it on a recording too. I like for all the praises I sing of Ocular Max's. Uh, version of RC, I truly didn't think one of them was going to be also it's the only one that didn't try to market to like the 13 year old from 1990 with these yeah. like these just dis- like trying to go for these these weird cheesecake shots like this is some like fan's toys rogue ass kind of garbage and i i don't understand like i i kind of get how you can come to this conclusion because this rc another weird weird odd thing is that this rc is not based on the animation model she's based on the line art they made that then became generations rc back in like 2013 uh where she's got like a weirder neck and a bit more of like a butt Mm-hmm. um and and so like i get okay that's fine that's line art you have but then like leaning into this is like i i like it it has this like i said this fans toys rogue photography taste that i don't expect from uh a, an official license piece and i and i you don't have to explain to me what the point is you know and and i'm not like i'm not gonna like stop pursuing my good thoughts about what i think this toy could be because of it i just find it tremendously disappointing and it's uh just feeding into this pattern that has existed since the 1990s and i thought that those were 20 years ago but you know what is like i keep saying what is time anyway yeah uh, what is time yeah i i if you want a really
2: good design for an rc figure look no further than transformer cyberverse I think that is the best design of RC we've seen in the past couple of years. Oh yeah. Or at least my favorite design of her.
0: It's a an utterly solid design that is still trying to look like the G1 version. Mm-hmm. Uh because I mean, I think I had this conversation on here before. The G like yeah, the G1 RC yeah, G1 RC is a is a a fully compromised design borderline on not quite the same tier but in a similar parallel vein to G1 Menisor where if you try to render that design in the physical, things will have to, like, things will have to go wrong unless you pull off the utter magic of the Ocular Max version. And, and it's, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm glad that we're doing it. I'm glad that Masterpiece is doing it. And, then, and I'm glad that Cyberverse kind of put the, between Cyberverse and Animated, we've put the cap on pink car RC. And yep. and uh, you know the G one version, we have better pink car RC out of IDW. We've got blue RC out of like there's all we can finally just start moving along and not having to worry about making RC look like a person who isn't a car where a car grows out of her backpack. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Le- leave um, leave the uh, hypersexualization to the third parties. Yeah, it's like, and then someone will say it, and so I'll be like, no, I get it, like, it's not even hyper, It's, but it's enough to make me go, like, yeah, come on. Like, what yeah. <laughs> I mean, Yeah, yeah. Right, down, right down to stuff like you're, like, also, yeah, the like, nice thanks for showing us the screw hole that I don't think any designer meant for us to see, really. Nope. Uh, nope. The, on, on the upside, like, uh, this does still get across just how excellent the head sculpt is. Uh, yeah, I, the, totally,
2: total props to them on the head sculpt. Like, that head sculpt looks solid. I'm actually curious to see is is the head going to open up and fold in a certain way to get into that car profile
0: i want to know how the figure
2: transforms
0: yeah and and um and like my friend ian had said this and i agree like the the way that they like how do you put this the silhouette of her legs is remarkable because that's a thing that you could get you could get really Mm -hmm. wrong like it's it's just about right there uh i know i know it's been pointed out it's kind of weird how she has like kneecaps on the backs of her knees and and to me that says that her knees work a lot like figma knees uh yeah i was thinking the same thing yeah like the reason that that little disc is back there is because that will let her get a double jointed amount of, of bend without having a physical double joint uh, which totally works for someone whose whose body design is that slim, uh, and yeah, I, I really want to know how the transformation works because like the 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 one upside of constantly seeing these utterly unflattering angles of the backpack is I keep seeing more and more of what's actually in the backpack, and my my experiences with the last few Masterpiece car robots has always been, like, there's always good flow for what I like out of transformations. Even MP44, once I transformed them, like, two or three times, I'm like, no, there's flow here that is a very unique thing, often, to official Masterpieces, uh, even if, like, the tabs end up not playing nicely with it. Like, I like recognizing flow, and so when I see, like, the coiled-up gray bits, and I see the, you know, those wheel wells there, I'm like, i I kind of am looking forward to what the flow could be on this yeah Uh, i would uh, speaking of flow like uh some really complex
2: studio series figures like jet shatter or um bumblebee movie optimus prime has mm -hmm. they both have a flow that once you realize what it is it makes it so much easier to deal with
0: Yeah. Like, like MP44, I remember it was on the second transformation of robot mode when I realized what his torso flow wise is doing where it's, 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 you know, marred a bit by how the flow involves doing things in the right order. And it's hard to explain, but it's like, if you do it in the right order, it's as though you're, you imagine a show where this is all happening in unison. And it's, it's almost like the movie robots where musculature is forming out of vehicle parts. Uh, and they're all kind of moving past each other. I don't know. It's, 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 it's something that really warmed me up to that toy. Uh, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's why, it's why I still like messing with that toy. whose uh, whose trailer I think is now on week seven of just sitting upright on my desk. Uh, <laughs> like it's a great place to put the jetpack that I never use. Um, cause you can stick it on the, on the outside. I think there's stuff in there too. I forgot. Uh, but yeah, uh, also, R.C. has a holster, which I can't remember if I saw before, but there is a holster, it looks like, that you can stick onto her leg if you are down for that kind of thing.
2: Uh, I honestly don't know if we saw it before.
0: Yeah. I, I cannot remember. We might
2: have. Just, we were all going,
0: ah, what's wrong with this figure before? Yeah. yeah like, I, I everything else about, like, her torso design, like, I've really come around on, with the caveat of I saw the line art that it is based on and I'm like, no, I, I see what's going on. The the figure's torso is fine. It's it's absolutely not the animation torso. It it absolutely is that line art torso. Because that, that that line art torso it's still some things about it that are nicer, but it has that weird, almost alien uh shoulder line with mm-hmm. the kind of vaguely elongated neck and, and and stuff like that. Like the thing this figure's doing that is just really distracting is that elongated brighter collar causes a visual uh, kind of trick um, where it, it makes everything look wrong uh, at a glance. Well, it's a it's a um,
2: it's an optical illusion because that yeah. one piece is bright and it's so long compared to the rest of everything else on the figure. You're right. It's like
0: tricking your eye into thinking oh, wait, that don't look right. Yeah yeah and uh i mean you know and and the weirdness of the shoulders is exacerbated by the cuts which i think are there for the butterfly shoulder movement which mm-hmm. in ha- in hand i'm probably going to end up appreciating uh but uh so, oh, yeah, so yeah
2: that that's a uh, that's rc but can we talk about the real star that's on this page and that is uh the dinosaur horror con that is on this uh specific page ah yes our our fellow our fella snapdragon he exists yeah Uh, Yeah, he exists. I'm looking forward to him. I just really hope he's different plastic than uh, Apeface, but based on the pictures that I've been seeing, it's like, oh, this guy's going to have the same white plastic as Apeface.
0: If it's uh, if it's any, it's actually not going to be any consolation. It's just consolation for me. But (laughs) the Canadian ape faces, at least the one I got and the one that my buddy got from the same wave, uh, ours feel really good. And I suspect that we just ended up with a nicer batch when they got shipped up here. I I think the first run
2: of that plastic, it wasn't bad. It was just not mixed correctly.
0: Yeah, it it gives me hope that Apeface, since if he's using like a similar kind of approach, then uh, hey, he'll he'll benefit from the brave sacrifice made by everyone who eagerly bought. Um, sorry, Snapdragon will benefit from the brave sacrifice of everyone who eagerly bought an early Apeface. Thank you for yeah. all for your service. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome, shirk. <laughs> Just you know, me chilling out, and not finding a toy, and then getting it also on rollback sale. <laughs> <laughs> and it works better. I was like, "Hey, everything's coming up." And then, but you know, then a pandemic happened, so I paid the price. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Snapdragon. My experience with Ape Face actually has me more excited for Snapdragon than if I had not messed with Ape Face because I feel like the specific weirdness of every mode on those guys. I feel like they kind of get it. Uh, and Snapdragon has the benefit of an inherently just better jet mode. Yes, the the jet mode is less of a brick with a or I should say like
2: a, a an Amazon box with a with a cockpit and some wings attached.
0: Yeah, Apeface was contending with uh, which you know, and this and this boils down to the to to the current generation's thing of often kind of looking like G1 with joints and uh and Ape Apeface didn't have much to work with. Uh No, he really didn't. Sm- I- Snapdragon
2: was always going to benefit more than Apeface was.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I am excited about Snapdragon. I, I, I like that they exist. Like, it's it's the, the one of the small benefits of this kind of weird, just, like, deadlocked, like, 1984 to 88 um, tunnel vision that Generations is right now. Is mm-hmm. they are getting into the niche of the predictable nostalgia thing. And uh, they're getting into the niche where all the color schemes are the color schemes I really like. Like, that turquoise is my kind of jam. Yeah. Uh, that 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 specific really bright red on the headmaster is also my kind of jam. Uh, yeah,
2: I, I'm really looking forward to getting this figure
0: in hand just because he's he's just so silly. Yeah. Uh, what else is in here? Double dealers in here. I didn't actually watch. The, I'm I'm now kind of like. Uh, with, with figures like double dealer, I'm like, I kind of want to just get surprised whenever I mm-hmm. pick the guy up, but yep. uh double dealer is, is looking at, like absolutely what I want, which includes that bird mode because double dealers bird mode is supposed to be garbage. So, uh, it, it's, it's just what I want, especially now that I'm seeing like the missile just hooked back there, like on my old double dealer. Uh, when I was a kid, I thought I was doing it wrong for like years I was like, "What am I doing wrong? This doesn't look. It feels like I didn't never finish transforming him into into this bird mode." And it's like, "No, that's just what his bird mode is." Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's
2: literally a it's literally a upside down missile carrier with a bird and wings sticking out the back.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, and it absolutely, if that turns you off the figure, it should. It's not good, but <laughs> but it's what I want. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's he's uh, also exciting me because he's he's gonna be a full size leader and. Uh, He's got tons of stuff just going on. Uh, I've noticed between him and Scorponok that like, for the sake of articulation, I'm actually kind of digging it, even though it, it, it's a bit of a bummer. I like how they're like, no, you know what? We want there to be an ankle bend, even if that means it looks like the figure's just, just coming apart to bend at the ankle. Like there's nothing in there. I'm like, no, I get it, but also I'm glad it's there. It's a bit of stability. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to this ultra super Megatron. Yeah, I, I've I, how are you feeling about this guy? Because I mean, I've I've talked about him a whole bunch. The these photos just continue to be the very specific thing I want out of this guy. Um, yeah, exactly. The the robot mode is big. It's chunky,
2: and the wings fold up which is something new we haven't seen before those back wings that hang off his lower back do Mm. fold up uh the figure looks great and i'm a little less enthused by the vehicle modes those look just equally dumb but in the specific 1990s anime way that i'm totally on board with
0: yeah like it, they're still working with you know what you got when you're working yeah. with with that galvatron which is fine like i I, I always like the jet mode just as like a, a goofy space I, jet and I'm weird I like that galvatron figure
2: but specifically if you don't like the Hasbro one track down the open and play galvatron. It was one of the only two figures that Open and Play has made, and that Galvatron is like nine inches tall and fixes pretty much every single problem that the original Hasbro figure had. It's a fantastic figure, and I really wish Open and Play was still around. I I don't. They just disappeared after these after their Springer and this Galvatron figure.
0: Yeah, are those those figures I think are still floating around, right? Yeah, they're still they're still available. Like you can still yeah. go onto any store and buy them. Because part of, part of the part of the intent of that uh, that that kind of at least that umbrella company was like also our toys will be you know not very expensive and I think that yeah they were just like like that Galvatron like had forty no, bucks yeah he's forty bucks he like comes in a bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I got
2: him at I got him at the first uh, DC TFCon. con that's
0: where I picked him up yeah no he's he's great I, I remember like their Springer comes in a in a box. And mm-hmm. I, I remember, like one of the, I think it was actually a reaction of feedback where it was like, "Would you be up for paying less if he comes in a bag?" And it's like, "Yes." It's like, "All right, <laughs> get the most illicit-looking toy you can possibly get—plastic bagged pseudo knockoff Galvatron. Let's do it." Uh, yeah, that that, a- that that is a fantastic figure, and I'm I've already got the Super Megatron pre-ordered over at the Hasbro poles. Nice. Yeah, I'm. I'm really holding out that we get a uh, a proper domestic Canadian release for this, like we got for a bunch of the other Pulse exclusives. Because okay. uh, if I if I can walk into a place uh, and just grab this off a shelf, I'm gonna be overjoyed. It'll be a very dumb expenditure that day because I'm probably not gonna think about it. But uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be overjoyed. Also, in the, in these photos, we do get I think our first good look at how the chest swap works. It's actually very yep. straightforward. Uh, Opens up, turns 180 degrees, and closes. Yeah, sometimes that kind of that kind of simple thing is like the last thing I think it's going to do. And, hey, you know, that's 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 the best way to do it. Just have Have they
2: have they shown how the head swap is going to work yet? Is it just rotating there within the head?
0: I was looking over these photos thinking that because they showed the chest, I would get to see how that works. But they haven't um, they haven't showed it clearly yet. I suspect it's going to be like how a lot of those movie prime face swaps work, Mm -hmm. you know, like flip the thing up and turn it uh which uh, yeah complete it's a completely fine piece of toy tech um, yeah i
2: was thinking it might be like a manny faces where it just has a dial on the back of his head but i on in the one shot of the wings folding up
0: i don't see anything on the back of his head yeah it, i mean it's it's probably going to be much like the chest it's probably going to be the simplest solution is going to be what they're going to do <laughs> right, right uh which yeah but I'm, still oh good I was gonna say, I'm, I'm I'm I am always going to be up for like a a simple solution that just works. Uh it's it's what it's it's become one of the things I just I like to expect out of like a toy that I'm into is like instead of instead of being like what's the complicated trick? It's like no, we actually just did the, we did the dead simple trick. We we found the geometry that makes it not, you know, make the rest of the toy fall apart. Uh yeah, there's that and I'm
2: just happy that he's a he's a triple changer that Let's face it, both of his vehicle modes are stupid, but I can get behind both of them.
0: Yeah, the jet, if you look at it, you know it's a jet. The tank, they put tread plates on there so when you look at it, you know it's a tank. Yep. <laughs> those those little treads, pull them like it like one wood on a tank and it's like, "All right." Yep. And uh, it's dead it's dead simple and silly and I'm all for it. Yeah, uh, it's uh it's what it's what these pulse is what these selects line is it's the perfect the perfect example of what the selects line can do and what I would like it to be, uh, what botcon exclusives always tried to be, but now with like more tooling support and uh better production value, like yeah, <laughs> just do these weird things. Yep. um so that's that's all I really had as far as like major news that popped to mind. Uh I mean we we have like the the you know s- biannual announcement that a movie is in the pipeline and uh, uh, I think I talked about this before. The main reason I don't really get like super hype about that is because a movie being in the pipeline means that someone is like writing a treatment and that doesn't mean the movie's gonna happen. Uh Metal Gear Solid movies have been quote unquote in the pipeline oh, God. for millions of years. So And so has um uh Uncharted. That's been in the
2: pipeline, and so's Halo. And uh He-Man as well. Yeah, <laughs> He-Man. He-Man, yep. yep. So uh, I'm I'm so... not saying
0: don't I'm not saying don't get excited about this. It's just like Kinda at a certain point, like, any speculation you have is going to be uh completely your own ideas. So So, so
2: where's your boy uh, Larry
0: laurentis Where's uh, where's he? Is he uh I'm guessing his mouth yet? They, I'm guessing they nailed the crate shut or something so that he'd stop. <laughs> Like just saying <laughs> random things. the The one nice thing I saw in this is that is a is a Toy Story director was getting tasked with the notion of an animated yeah. one. And hey, and yep. you you get in a director who probably knows how to make robots emote. That's already exciting to me. That's precisely what the quality of the Bumblebee movie was. Was was the ro- they had a director who cared about the robots emoting as characters, and I would trust uh a you know an animated productions director to know how to do that so that that was kind of nice to see uh i I did see a lot of talk about like oh they're going to do another prequel and i'm kind of like i don't think i really want to stress we got to stop pretending there's going to be any more attempts to salvage continuity with the previous like six films uh yeah i i fell into that camp until i reread the article and it's
2: like oh okay i see what they're doing here they're they're Laying the groundwork for moving forward with people that have never seen the movie.
0: Yeah, that is the long and short of it. Like, like the last night was the end of that continuity. Let's just let's all just agree because Bumblebee. And it that hurts was, trying to make it fit. <laughs> I I thought
2: Bumblebee was a great movie, but yeah. you're right. It it that was not
0: exactly what I think. The modern audience is wanted. Well, it's um, I think I think that it could be um, what an, like what a modern audience would enjoy. What now that they're divorced enough from expecting the more uh, kind of like college bro spectacle. Mm-hmm of, of the previous five movies before it. And I think, I think Bumblebee was, is just like the, the main thing about Bumblebee that is, is just when folks really want to adamantly make it work with those five films. And I'm like, no matter what the outset was when, when that production started, like really, obviously it's no longer supposed to be connected to those things other than in spirit. And like, let's just, let's leave it at that. Let's laugh at the cute, you know, Seymour, uh, joke or whatever the, uh, Oh, the Simmons joke, like that's fine. Yeah. That was that was cute. That's that's the last in joke we'll have about that those films. And hey, that's that's not terrible. But what if uh, in,
2: what if in the, like the second or third film,
0: uh, John Turturro comes back and is like an actual good serious character? I would love it because like <laughs> th- that would that would also be a great example of when I just have no patience for the continuity discussion anymore. Where it's like, well, how does this work with his previous appearances? Like it doesn't. He is now just. He is he is uh he's Seymour two, all right? He's Simmons B. He's he's from another dimension. This is another timeline. We're getting a better story for him now. <laughs> uh like with 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 Transformers, it's like continuity is great when it happens, but like I feel like as Transformers fans, we should be really open to not going out of our way to connect stuff given like the sheer number of continuities we we jump through. Like even though the live action movies all have the same director and we're trying to form this universe for a little while, it's like it's like why don't we just readily ditch that and and pursue these, you know, more enjoyable productions uh, without I all would, that baggage. I would, I would like to live in a Transformers continuity where Dr. Fraser and Crane is alive. Thank you very much. I mean, I like to think that in the in the prime movie con the G one movie continuity <laughs> Uh, that Doctor Frazier Crane is alive and uh, is horrified to discover the actions of his uh long lost twin brother, uh, and so then he he takes on like the new kind of you know adult working with the Transformers role, um, and uh, well that'll never get made, but uh, <laughs> we're one, making one fan, we're making fan fiction right now. <laughs> we're we're doing what literally anyone discussing movies in the pipeline is probably doing. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, cause what was it like now? Now the, the, I'm just, I'm just scrolling to one of these front page stories. Like, uh, what was it? Yeah. Um, has Hasbro has 21 movies in development. Uh, that, that means notes. That means treatments. That doesn't mean like that they're all literally getting made. Uh, like there's, they're going to try for a live action movie that they are slating for June 24th, 2022. That doesn't mean it comes out then. That just means it's what they want to do. Uh, there's two scripts going on, uh, one by murder mystery, uh, scribe James Vanderbilt. The other one by John Wick chapter three scribe, Joby Harold doesn't mean they're going to use those scripts. Um, there's, and yeah, this is the whole, like one's beast wars, one's Bumblebee movie universe. Like that's probably the intent. That's probably what they'd like to do until you see a trailer. You don't know what's, what it's going to be about. (laughs) So uh, even when the trailer comes out, you don't know what it's about. Like if it's if it's a solid trailer, all we'll know is just enough to want to see it. Uh, that's that's what I like to see out of a trailer. Yep. Um, so I, I'm happy that they're still working. Like that's the main thing I'm happy about is that hey, okay, they're still trying to do Transformers movies. I'm glad that it didn't end with you know Bumblebee because it would just be the sad. It would be the sad story of Transformers of like hey, the thing is getting really good and it's over. Uh, <laughs> like you know, like Cyberverse, like like other uh, animated productions, like. I'm glad that we're we've got something happening. Hopefully it turns out well. Uh, Hopefully. We shall see. Yeah, we'll we shall see. What what will we're going to th- w- Will there be any movies in 2020? I, th- I you know what I'm kind of excited about is whether and, and I don't mean this to say I like I, I think theaters are good and fun, but I'm so into the idea of the wrote pattern of like well you got to see it in the theater and then uh wait for the home release and see it again with the extras and I'm like I kind of like the idea of some movies just going like what if we just release digitally and it doesn't you know obliterate this whole production uh that's. I'm curious in the next few years if more productions that are not expecting to hit like triple A multi billion revenues if they just release digitally and still survive like that would be so cool.
2: Yeah, that'd uh, be nice. But they ha- they have to fix they have to fix the pro- uh, piracy issue for. Yes, that, they that would be a out thing. A way or, they got to figure out a way around that. That is that isn't like so consumer ag- agnostic. No, antagonistic that. It works for everybody over every devices because, I mean, right now they've got technology, but it's so hard to use and so janky mm-hmm. that if you've got even like the littlest of blip in your Internet connection, you can't watch the movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and also, it, it, it I don't know. Like, I, I don't know any data. I'm just kind of like spitballing. But I'm like, I, I mean, when I see a movie in a theater on opening weekend – and I want to see a really cool scene again, usually I can go on YouTube and find a camera in the crowd clip of the scene I want to see. Uh, yeah,
2: within that first weekend, yep.
0: Yeah, or within within a week of Joker being out, I found the entire movie camera captured on Facebook. Like, like, like you certainly, like, you don't want, like, the, the answer is not, well, if someone's doing it, just give up on the, on the rule. But, like, when it comes to, to digital distribution, it's like, I feel it's been proven that if you make it easy to legally watch something, pirate it's le- less likely that the average public will start pirating stuff. Right, and I mean, there's there's only
2: so much uh, hardship somebody is willing to put up with before they just go. Oh, I'm just going to not watch it, or I'm just going to pirate it. Yeah, I'm gonna like, find it somewhere and pirate
0: it. Like like now because I've I've had the taste of the easy legal options. I've actually just, like, for instance, what we do in The Shadows Season 2. I really want to watch it. I don't know how to easily uh, watch it without purchasing the season as though I want to own it. Uh, And I don't want to go through the hassle of pirating it, so I'm just waiting until it's on a streaming service. Uh, Right. So it just turns into this this lethargy where I'm like, I'll watch it later. I got stuff I can watch.
2: (laughs) So as a parent, and I'm sure I'm speaking to a lot of parents, there is a real difficulty in getting some shows streamed, like especially those Nickelodeon shows. They don't always show up on Amazon or iTunes or, or wherever. And actually pirating them is next to impossible. Mm. It's really weird. So there, if you are not paying for cable, really don't have much of a
0: choice. Yeah, you it, you can't watch it. Period. Well, it, it's it's like somewhere between that and given how much I have a la carte with my legal ser- like like streaming services, if I can't watch this one show, I've got fifteen other shows I've been putting off watching. Right. So I can't like right now. I can't think of an easy way for me to stream. But you're uh, an adult, and kids want to watch the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why you just you just crank up that toebots. <laughs> there's like, that too well it's like right now for instance i don't have an easy way to stream what we do in the shadow season two uh so i was like oh you know what i haven't watched yet and i've been putting off i'm gonna watch dark crystal age of resistance and so i did that and and, and now that i've watched that i still have the making of i can watch i have the film i could watch uh i got like what is it uh sace manos i'm halfway through and i still want to finish up like that that's the other thing that makes it uh less about like oh i'm going to pirate this thing and more like no i'm just going to watch something else is cuz so much else is available to me now uh and this is leaving out like and i want i want to yell about this on here for a second we can legally watch common rider kuga right now yes and hurricane oh hurricane's on the holy crap yeah hurricane yeah. was my first super sentai like japanese super sentai yeah uh, uh
2: it was i was watching it on a uh, friday I watched like three episodes. I had that in the background while I was working. Oh my god, that's so cool! My, it was great. <laughs> I've never seen that show before, and I'm like, oh, this is so good. I I actually do like Ninja Storm, but I was like, oh, this is this is so good.
0: But that that was the year I, I got heavy into Tokusatsu was when I was like simul watching. I think Ryuki and Hurricaneer off of IRC downloads. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, it- I uh, that's how I started as well, but.
2: I started with um, Gal Ranger and, uh what was the common writer at that point? Is that Agito, I think that was Agito. Yeah, I think that was Agito. And I was like,
0: "What is this? And why do I like it?" Yeah, uh, yeah. Her, oh man, I didn't know Hurricaneer was on there. <laughs> I, yeah, I wish. Was- I wish the only thing I wish is I wish that it wasn't like, all right, I want to go watch this, and then it's like, all right, well, we're playing it on. Like, it's actually a good thing, but. I keep blinking when I see like, yeah, you can watch Kamen Rider Kuga on Pluto TV or Tubi TV or Shout Factory streaming site or VRV. And I'm like, holy moly, that's a whole lot of, I don't know if there's a correct choice (laughs) that results in Blu-rays coming out. Which one do I click to make the Blu-rays happen?
2: I don't know, but I would would very much like to have a Kuga Blu-ray set. I really would.
0: Yeah, I uh that's part of why I'm also yelling about it. I think that lots of people watching these streams is what creates data that then allows for discs to come out uh if discs are not already out. So So,
2: are you from a, Do you know Do you remember Adam Sessler? Uh yes. He founded a company that literally tra- scrapes data from all of social media and YouTube about what people are watching based on like a variety of data and he puts that in charts and sells that information to companies. So like he's Hmm. doing that or his company is doing that for video games right now and they might be moving into other forms of entertainment. Uh, He's been talking about that on, uh, on Twitter here and there. So like companies are out there doing that. So that's probably like, that's probably what got the ball started. Like you said, is they've been seeing tons of data going out there, and like, oh wait, people are actually looking for this stuff.
0: Yeah, and and nothing to like. I, I'm I have I have zero insider information. I should say, like, I me I, too. I have no no insider information about anything Tokusatsu whatsoever. Let alone most anything. The only insider info I have now is like every now and then for about a week, I know a thing about Transformers TCG, and then and then me and Aaron reveal it, and like that's about it. Uh, but Shout Factory being like having the announcement of where we are going to for the first time have Common Rider legally you know available in North America, and Shout Factory has it, and the medium is streaming. That tells me that the license holder, that being Toei, wants to know that there is is any reason to allow or to to not allow, but to move forward with any kind of domestic disc release over here. Yep. Uh, because yep. I I've, I've sometimes think I've caught wind of people thinking like, well, it's weird Shout Factory deci- is deciding to not release discs. And it's like, y'all, I think Shout Factory would release discs if they could release discs. Like that's yeah. that's their bread and butter, isn't it? Like that's that's their whole thing. <laughs> that, that they have one job. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 sort of like you know with Transformers as well. Like when the question is why didn't they do this incredibly obvious thing? It's like, well, they probably didn't decide to not do the incredibly obvious thing cuz that doesn't make any sense. So there's probably another reason for it. And, and I remember right. I remember learning something from uh, the Godzilla card game that came out last year. A whole lot of people were hitting that company real hard about the romanizations used on some Godzilla characters in those cards, because they were pretty goofy. Uh, And uh, they actually said, we use the romanizations that were approved and provided to us by Toho, and we were told to use these and no other romanizations. Oh, boy. So, uh, usually... If something weird happened, like, for instance, if an official sub, subtitles thing comes at, and you're like, why did they subtitle this in this way, This in these weird romanizations or whatnot? It probably came from the license holder. That being, it probably came from the Japanese company that owns that media. And then, and then the motivations for that can be any number of things. But uh, And that happens all the
2: time, especially in anime, because you'll have animes will get dubbed and the pronunciation will be really weird. Like, a perfect example of this actually happening right now is on netflix there is this disaster of a saint Seiya 3d animated show mm-hmm. and the subtitles all the character names are wrong and they're not even romanizations they're not even close to what they are but if you hear the audio it's like oh huga and the name on the subtitle is something like mitchell
0: oh that's it's weird like,
2: it's like what is going on and net uh, Producers have come out on Twitter and said, look, the 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 actual, um, these are the subs we were told to use. They, this is the translation that we were given and required contractually, contractual, required by contract to use. Contractatorially,
0: not, we have to do thank this. You,
2: thank you. <laughs> and like the same thing with Evangelion. Like uh, the Evangelion was so, was what? Read translated by one guy and they were like required Gynax had this guy they hired him
0: by contract they had to use those subtitles yeah yeah it's it's uh it's become my understanding that like when it comes to to domestication of of media usually the domestic folks who are domesticating it are not the ones who are making really illogical decisions for the most part because right, right. often they're people who care about the stuff so it's it's that whole thing of like the simple the why didn't they do the simple thing it's probably for a a sometimes confusingly simple answer uh but this is my long-winded way of saying please go watch Kamen Rider Kuga on a legal streaming service if you can please so that we can get some yes. some cheap is- domestic blu-rays because blu-rays exist for that uh-huh. show and And
2: it is an excellent show it is an absolutely fantastic show you have to realize though this is what two 1999 2000 2000? yeah it was 2000 so um don't expect as much cgi as there as there has been in shows currently but i Mm. think it's better for it i think it's better for the practical effects
0: the uh, the really interesting things I learned about Kuga over the years that, that kind of are part of its aesthetic is Kuga uh, was going to be the sunset of Common Rider as an entire property. Um, they were going to do one last one for the new millennium, and uh, they were told you can do whatever you want, but also we're giving the budget to Super Sentai, so you, you're not going to have much money to do whatever you want. Uh, and that's, that's what caused, that's basically what formed Kuga. So that's like why the cameras look like they're literally like soap opera handheld, like home movie cameras, like the footage. Uh, and it's why sometimes the stunts get a little bit janky or sometimes like when there is CG, it's a little bit janky, but it's like, it created this really interesting show that thought it was also going to be the last hurrah. Uh, and so they it, might as well go out with everything they could. Yeah, and and like we got no money, that's cool. We'll just figure we'll do bike stunts. We'll do weird stuff. Like, you know, the Gronky costumes were fairly simple, but like just kind of inherently terrifying because also they were they were under as far as I under, understand a little less oversight. So they were able to have some kind of freaky costumes, especially in the opening episodes. Oh, that spider and that oh that uh that thing just gives me nightmares just looking at it. Yeah, I, I forgot how much I love the spider grongy, because that dude is a hard ass. Like that guy has, that guy has no fear because uh, he doesn't know that he's a spider monster in a Common Rider show. So he, he's <laughs> like right up until he's about to right right up until he explodes. He's just like, Nah, I'm fine. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you, and then he explodes. And I'm like, that guy that guy went out well. That guy lived well. <laughs> He did. He didn't know he was a Tokusatsu monster in episode one of a forty-nine episode series. He, uh, he also he also had a sick mohawk. Um, yes, yes, he did. But uh, this this, this uh, very smoothly segues me into wanting to talk about a little bit of on-topic what we got this week. Uh, and I have one thing to report on. Uh, and you've got a couple. You sent me a photo, yep. and uh, and you've also been talking about Jet Shatter. And I'm jealous. Mm-hmm. I want Jet Shatter. Um... So why don't you open up? Let's let's talk about Jet Shatter, and then I'll talk about my thing, and then we'll bop over to your other things. Because uh, you're making Jet Shatter uh, sound great, and that is everything I want to hear. Because uh, I still want to own Car Shatter. I've still never handled one, and I know what everyone has told me about her. But I'm like, I don't. It's still Shatter, and I need to own all the Shatter toys uh, that that have joints and stuff. But so, uh, so Car
2: Shatter would be. Okay, if it was a deluxe class figure from, say, 2010, it was the same size.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, car Shatter's biggest problem is its scale. The fact that it's so small, it has a very, very fiddly transformation. And at that size class, or at the size of figure, it's rough. It is incredibly rough, and it's not much fun. And mm. there are some other problems with that Car Shatter, now Jet Shatter on the other hand is everything that Car Shatter isn't and more. Holds together well except for one peg and it's just a joy. It's got great big heels. Yes, it's got a giant jet hanging off if it's for a backpack, but it's fine. And it's fun. Its transformation is tricky and again, the size the size of the figure actually is a little bit of a detriment. It's just not big enough. But the transformation works here once you figure out the flow. As we were talking Hmm. about earlier, that flow is incredibly important. Once you figure it out, it works a lot better. The instructions are garbage. They are terrible. And it's, again, the size of the instruction booklet is too small. And it's too dark. So it's that problem that Hasbro has just had for the last, like, two or three years – but yeah. shatter in as a jet. When it, you transform it into a jet, everything lines up once again. Once you figure out that flow, it's like ah, oh, this goes here, this goes here, this goes here. Ah, oh, this turns here, and it's very satisfying. Though uh, when you forget great. how to transfor- when you forget how to
0: transformation transform it, it's like
2: oh no, I've forgotten what I'm doing. <laughs>
0: That's, that's exciting though because i've heard good stuff about jeep bumblebee
2: as well and i'm like jeep I'm... bumblebee is phenomenal it is single-handedly the best bumblebee in the entire line
0: um oh, I'm, I'm excited about that wave like i don't know when i'll ever see it but i'm excited about that wave
2: roadbuster is fine i actually have a couple of problems with roadbuster in its car mode And everyone who has replied to me on Twitter has been like, yep, I have the same exact issue. It doesn't lay flat. It curves upward at the hood. So it's really strange. There's something everyone is missing, or it's just not a great figure. But its robot mode is really good. The robot mode itself just looks really, really good. However, if you don't have a Roadbuster and you get it, be very careful with getting its gun out of the packaging. Because of the way
0: it's in the bubble, it will just launch itself clear across the room. Oh, yeah, I, I just cut my, if I have to pop something out of a bubble, I cut my entire palm over it now, because I've, uh it doesn't launch across the room from me. They just launch into my eyeball, like, even if I have glasses <laughs> on, like, it's just it's just what, I, it's part of, part of that ongoing karmatic payback I get for, like, getting good copies of toys that most everyone else has a bad one. Like, I got Cyberverse Deluxe Optimus, and all his joints are super tight, Uh, <laughs> and I know that no one else I know has had one whose hips were not floppy, so yeah. I got the only good one. And so that's why toys shoot me in the eyes all the time, is to repay and that to And they somehow the get over your glasses. I don't know how you do that. It's, the, it's they go up under it, or they somehow, they'll fire up, and I'll oh, where to go? And I'll look up, and it'll come down over the glasses. And it's, <laughs> you know, so, I have it uh, coming. I have it coming. <laughs> so back to Jet Shatter, it has, um,
2: it's got a giant backpack. There's nothing you can do about that. But thankfully, all the joints are tight. Like, the hips are nice and solid, and the heels are actually the tail fin or tail wing for the vehicle mode. And it gives it this, like, I would say the actual heel and toe combined are over an inch. So this thing is not falling over. Excellent. Every joint on this thing is tight, which I can't say about a lot of Studio Series figures. This is just a really darn good figure. I'm just I'm
0: surprised that it is a Hasbro figure. That's excellent because that so that means either mine will fall apart because that's what happened with my Bumblebee Optimus or uh I'm going to get like one that's like a masterpiece toy. <laughs> yeah, it's and once
2: it's in jet mode again, it does the jet mode like it hides all the almost all the robot kibble perfectly. It's this smooth smooth fuselage and it's just a Joy of a shatter figure,
0: it's so nice, and that's excellent. I, I, I was already happy that like car drop kick ended up being pretty fun, uh, because helicopter drop kick was just weird, and I was hoping jet shatter would turn out well after car shatter.
2: So, uh, somebody I know got a hold of the oversized helicopter drop kick that's available over on Sir Toys. And I'm, once I've got a little bit more saved up, I'm going to get that figure because apparently it at a larger scale makes the figure way better.
0: Ooh. I have, uh, I am about a year out of date with all of my like uh, upgraded to luxury KOs. Uh, I, I, ca- I catch them in my recommendeds now and then and I'm like, oh, they did that. Oh, they did that. Okay. Uh, but without without being at a convention for a bit and uh, currently it's it sounds like shipping out of china's like a black hole yeah, yeah it's rough it's it's curbed a lot of my impulse spending toys wise cuz i'm uh, usually my impulse spending is i i'm i'm pretty good at feeling out ebay sellers to like grab a good deal from one who probably actually is selling the toy mm-hmm. uh but now i i basically had to call it all off cuz i'm like no nah, i don't want to i'm still i'm still waiting for something from Z that shipped in february uh, yeah, you you mentioned that last episode. So it updated again uh, and on Friday it delivered to my uh to my parcel locker apparently. It didn't, but the, <laughs> one of the, the tra- two, Well, one of the one two of the- tracking numbers for it says it was delivered. The other one says it's going to be here in 2 days. So I guess we'll oh, see geez. whatever whatever it is. I I don't know what happened, but also Canada Post is suffering right now, so I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, it, US
2: Post is suffering too, so I, I understand. You, you uh, spec- US Post is suffering more than ours, I'll say. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um specifically that oversized dropkick is called a deformation dropkick or AOYI Transformers drop Transformers um Hurricane Plane. Hurricane Plane. Yes. I was waiting for the good name. <laughs> And uh yeah, as I said, a friend of mine has it. It's just an oversized uh dropkick. It's about the same size as a Voyager class figure. Mm-hmm. And he says that it's just so much better at a s at a larger scale. Oh, the transformation is easier, it makes more sense, and is just more fun.
0: Oh, nice. I'm gonna look up I'm I'm gonna have to pick that one up. Yeah, I'm gonna look up some stuff about that one. Uh, I didn't know that folks were still poking at the Studio Series deluxes that weren't from like 2007. As far as those, like, uh... yeah, those those Deformation ones. Yeah.
2: All right. So uh, on to next of what I got is a uh, our our mutual friend Grimlockamus yeah. got me um got me Studio Series Voyager Sentinel Prime, which is a uh, review is up
0: on my channel and Scrapper. I seen you and P.R. get Scrapper, and now I'm getting salty because I'm like, okay, multiple North Americans getting Scrapper. Whereas I, I really like those Constructicons. I need to know more about Scrapper. (laughs) Okay, so we'll
2: start with uh, Sentinel Prime. All right, Sentinel Prime is good. It's a good, solid figure. I like it quite a bit. A cool, neat little thing that it does in the vehicle modes. It's Primax blades actually split apart and become the entire underside section that's behind the front wheel. So if you look at pictures, there's like this radiator section, grilled section behind the front wheel on both sides. Mm-hmm. Both of those form the blades. The transformation is pretty easy. Uh, directions are a little bit weird, but there is one trick that threw me off completely that are not in the directions. The hips peg in behind those front wheels, and they peg in, you really have to put a massive amount of force behind those behind those hips in order to peg them in, Oof. in order to not have the back of the vehicle mode curve in a weird direction. But once you do that, everything comes together really well. It's a bit of a shell former on the back of the vehicle mode, but otherwise... It's a darn solid figure and is probably
0: the best Sentinel Prime figure we've ever gotten. I'm so happy to hear that because I like his design and I, I kind of liked the Dark of the Moon Voyager just for what it was. The Dark uh, of the Moon Voyager was my favorite next to the Cyberverse figure. Yeah. and But uh, yeah, this is this is what I love about Studio Series is it's like, hey, we're doing this character. I'm like, oh, that character. And then they do it and it's also the best figure that character's ever gotten. And I'm like, this just feels yep. nice. <laughs> yeah and it, it, the just the whole grumpy fire truck vibe that you get in robot mode is just so much fun. Oh, that's great. I'm that I'm I'm glad to hear cuz also that's fitting the pattern of like hey, it's a Studio Series Voyager and it's good. I'm like, yeah, excellent. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. All right. Now,
2: um, moving on to Scrapper. Uh, Chris, I am sorry to report that this is my favorite studio series
0: figure. I, I mean, he'll come out over here eventually. <laughs> he, that's that's he he and Overload are now at the point where, like, I'm not going to overpay for them. I almost did that on eBay and I talked myself out of it. But I think if I see them on a domestic website for order, like like a Toys R Us or something, I'm Hasbro, just... I I want to say Hasbro Pulse has them in stock. Their their Canadian shipping is still bunkum unfortunately. It, okay. It beco- it becomes like going on eBay and getting it for, you know, the markup. <laughs> the robot mode is just so
2: wonderfully stupid. Its legs are like the legs have the strangest articulation. The wheels at the top of the hips are on a swivel for almost 360 degree. And then it's got an upper thigh swivel, and that's it. Oh, there is a little bit of uh, articulation in the knee, but that's all it needs, because it just, every time I pose it, no matter how I pose it, he just looks like he's ready to
0: either serve you a nice pizza or murder you. I'm Excellent. not sure which. I mean, those are the two natural modes of <laughs> a movie-verse Constructicon, so it's, it's canon. I
2: dig it. I I don't have the bot-bot that's a pizza, but I do have the bot-bot that's a donut, so I just have him posed and standing, holding the uh, the donut on his flat shovel. Oh, no. The poor donut's life is already so hard. Nice. <laughs> and my standalone, my only complaint is that his left arm, which is that weird one, two, three, four, five fingered club thing, doesn't articulate at all it doesn't open it doesn't close mm. it it just doesn't do anything it's two pieces of plastic like literally bolted together and that's my only complaint um oh uh the head sculpt is slightly off painted from the rest of the figure not a big deal yeah. but yeah the biggest complaint i have is just that that club hand doesn't do anything it's literally just a closed bunch of pointy curvy bits that you can't do anything with, but oh well. That seems destined for
0: a DNA designs thing. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) I don't know how they're going to take it off, because the one part of the top part of the hand is actually part of the entire arm, and the bottom part of the hand is literally pinned in place.
0: Oh, wow. Is the bicep swivel like one of those mushroom peg things you can pop out? Uh, Bicep swivel, bicep swivel. Uh, So... It's got a
2: ball joint or kind of this weird set of hinges and swivels for the shoulder. The bicep swivel is a large pin with a big flat end on one side and then a a little pin on the other. That Hmm. is the swivel. I'm sorry. No, the swivel. There are so many points of articulation on this arm. (laughs) Um, The swivel, the bicep swivel is just a peg swivel that can slide out with enough force. Then yeah. just underneath that is a single bend pin. Underneath that is another bend pin for the elbow. So it's got a double elbow, and then it's got a slight hinge pin for the claw that can turn like
0: thirty degrees. And yeah, that that slide outable part is pro- if there was going to be an arm upgrade, that's probably where it would be. So uh, that I'm going to tell you that um that
2: clearance in vehicle mode is really tight. Because the way this thing transforms is just looking at it, you would never figure it out. The back opens up and flips up above the head. the head drops down into the chest, then the shoulders rotate back behind where the head was, and then they kind of loop down underneath the crotch of the uh, of the robot mode, and then the pizza uh, the pizza peel becomes the middle of the actual a loading bucket.
0: Yeah. Oh, and and
2: then and then it unites with the feet. And then the feet, Oh, the feet are delectable. So the feet actually come away from the heel, which is the tire. And then the tire collapses in towards the body. And then the legs slide past that. Then you flip the tire back out and then everything rotates 180 degrees to flip up and over the top of the vehicle mode, which is the back of the robot mode, to peg into the whole combiner section that flips out that's tucked away in the back. Ah, and that sounds it's, awesome. It's just wonderful. Like, it's, I could not believe, like, when I first started transforming this, I'm like, okay, I see where it's going. I see where it's going. Oh, 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 this is a genius. Oh, okay, wait. I'm a little confused now. What do I do here? Okay, I got it. Oh, this is so good. And everything just holds together well. The alt mode, the wheels that are actually the heels of the robot mode peg into the back. They come unpegged pretty easily, but it's nothing just a little bit of putty wouldn't fix. Or a little bit of um, coats of floor polish remover won't fix. hmm Oh, it's, yeah! I'm, it's just am, a joy. It is a joy of a of a Bayformer
0: design. I'm really it's, excited now because, like, I I think this was the last spot where I felt like there could be a dud because I'm I'm pretty much convinced Overload's going to be exactly what I want. I've watched Tauntaun's review and that looks
2: like it's going to be awesome as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. This this was the last figure to that could have been a dud in this whole set, and it's like, all right. This whole this whole thing turned out great. Uh, I I still maintain that
2: Mixmaster is the l- worst figure, but that's because I have some real bad QC issues with the actual shoulders. My mm. shoulders will not go up straight all the way, so all of his modes are borked because of it. Uh, that sucks. Yeah, uh, I, I I've purchased another one.
0: It's coming. It'll be here whenever. Woo! Yeah, <laughs> it's it's on the way. It is hypothetically mine. It's <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, this this whole set's just turned out so well. Like, and, and right down to one of my other favorite parts about this is you ask anyone, hey, uh, just give me a top three from these these Constructicons. Everyone's no. got different answers. Everyone has different answers. To me, that is just another bullet point to the quality of this whole set. So
2: I. I... My top three right now, just to answer your question unprovoked, uh, I've <laughs> gotta go in in no particular order, Scrap Metal, High Tower, and Scrapper. The yellow boys. They are Yeah I love all three of them. I like all of them except that Mixmaster. But I'm hoping that the newer version that I've got on the way that might be QC free and I'll I'll see the light.
0: I was gonna say, like, what you're describing to me about Scrapper is like, yeah, the the Yellow Boys, the the three, the the Yellow Three, kind of stole the show on their own. Like, if if you just want, like, it's because if you just want, hey, I want three Transformers who do the Transformers thing well. It's like, yeah, here's two bipeds and a weird one whose transformation is absolutely more intense than you might expect, and and you're you're good to go. Here's three good Transformers. Oh, they also do a thing. Also, they turn into limbs, but you wouldn't know it you wouldn't know it (laughs) just ignore that flappy bit on the one of them you're fine (laughs) and per your uh, discussion last
2: uh last episode or was it two episodes ago i like rampage i think our pogo boy is pretty neat i think the transformation is fun it's just it's it's a fun unique figure Mm. i mean what other figure do we have that's literally a monopod
0: yeah he's I, i should say like I don't even dislike him. I'm just like, if any of these figures is compromised, to me, he's the one who has the I, most of it. I would
2: agree with that. It would have been, I, I could see them going the skipjack route of the original Rampage from back in ROTF toy line, where he's mm-hmm. got four legs. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe just have like little extenders that come out of the front so that it looks like he could be crawling around or he's a uh, some kind of Naga transformer.
0: Yeah, it's it's really just it's it's the two things. It's it's the, you know, the the mono the 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 pogo leg really looking like vehicle stuff from 3 angles and I really wish he had like uh fully articulated arms. And that's mm-hmm. just that's just my taste, but it's like that's just means his robot mode for me is the weakest of the three modes, but the other two modes are great, and the transformation's great, yep, so... and as t
2: j said it would have been nice if his um if his treads came out farther and had a little bit more articulation. I yeah. would not be surprised if we get a third party i don't know add on figure or replacement figure for that that's got some more articulation,
0: yeah. Well, and and there is, it's. I don't even think I've mentioned it on here. There is a there is a third party version of this whole experiment that's going on. Yes, yes. Uh,
2: Everyone who I've spoken to who have gotten a hold of that first figure, which is Mixmaster, have said, "Oh God, this transformation is a nightmare." I watched- and put it. They put it in a mode that they wanted it in, and just
0: left it there. I watched a video because I wanted to know how, like, how is this, how is this going to turn out? And I, I took like from the video, I took a few, a few notes in my head. Amazing paint quality that definitely explains the price point, like single-handedly. Uh, transformation for for three minutes. I'm like, this is really cool, and then. It turns out it's not done, and then and then I fell asleep, uh, and then I woke up again because this this is like late at night, and then I was like, oh no, it's one of those ones. It's and then I yeah all that feedback you're talking about, I was like, oh, it really is one of those ones where it's like, it's like this, it's like it's a couple of really good ideas, but no one no one figured out a nice way to get from like each of those ideas to the next one. So it's just yeah. everything everything just moves, and it's like all right. <laughs> yeah, but, I think I, it was either Sixo
2: or um, Grimlockamus who said that it's a good-looking figure, but they never want to do that again. I think that was Grimlockamus.
0: I feel like I, I read I, that I on his. I think that was Grim. Yeah. I think that was Grim. And yeah, it's it's a shame, because I think that... <sighs> I, I I don't remember any specific ones. I just remember there were some movements I saw where I was like, that's a really inspired idea. But then all the supporting movements were were... Uh, so mechanical, it was like that thing I talk about sometimes where it feels like a an algorithm filled in the gaps between some of the the steps yeah and yeah. It, and it, it looks like algorithmic transformation, and I'm like,, yeah, I don't want to ever spend money on that, but like i'm glad I'm glad the option's there for folks who want a fancier looking one uh so but- that
2: that figure is the perfect- e- example of why I've stopped kind of buying third party figures until more people get their hands on it. It's. Mm. I just don't have the time anymore. I don't have the patience anymore to deal with a transformation that's going to take forty minutes. Yeah, if I, it was a if it was a forty minute transformation to transform all the eight of these Constructicons from robot to vehicle to um, limb mode and then put everything together. Okay, fine, that's for a giant combiner. But in this specific third parties instance, we're talking like
0: hours. That you're going to mm. need to do all eight. Yeah, th- th- for me, a lot of third-party toys now. It's I need to know what the what the transformation flow is like and what the tactile yep. feedbacks like, and then once once I know I like it, I'm like, no, I'm right there. Like that's why I still like a lot of third-party stuff. But um, like especially when we, when it's that season, you know, every two or three years, where suddenly there is a deluge of new names, and I'm not sure precisely who's connected to what. Uh, right. I have, I really like have to take like 10 steps back and I'm like, I'm going to wait till a whole bunch of people early adopt. And I find out like what analogs people are drawing of like, oh, this feels very DX nine or this feels very unique toys or blah, blah, blah. Cause, uh, like some of those, some of those, um, movie, uh, Bumblebee movie, third party transformers. I'm like, no, these all, there's a whole bunch here that look really cool, but everything I'm seeing hinges on like me liking how the parts move. And so I, I want someone else to, to find out and then I'll just find out which ones I like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. All right.
2: So let's, uh, let's move on to the
0: other thing that I got
2: today. And mm-hmm. um, this is a lot less positive. So uh got a hold of uh toy world's beast general mm-hmm. metal Tyrannosaurus Rex. This is their, legendsy size class of beast wars transmetal megatron mm. all right so let's talk about the accessories it comes with a giant purple sword which i don't remember him ever using in the show it comes with a another head that is a grimace. actually it comes with another ah, two heads One is a smiling evil head, and the other one is a grimacing head. Uh, The head that is on the figure is a smiling evil head. Mm -hmm. It comes with his tail, obviously. It comes with a very tiny rendition of his rubber ducky, and then it also comes with a tiny rendition
0: of the transmetal version of his rubber ducky. I'm just, I'm just clicking through some of your Twitter photos now. I just saw the double rubber ducky action. That's uh... And the
2: double rubber ducky's paint is already flaking off, so I'm going to put that back in the box.
0: All right, excellent, excellent. Right. We're off to a good start. <laughs>
2: uh, the figure, the positive parts of the figure, it is very, very animation accurate. In fact, it is so animation accurate, I almost think that they took the original Transmetal figure and scaled it down. Mm -hmm. Uh, height-wise in robot mode it is roughly the same height as a deluxe siege prowl or deluxe cyberverse megatron the figure has a good amount of weight to it it doesn't feel too light and it has some die cast its heels are nice and die cast and there is die cast in the connector bits for its legs and uh there are some other die casty slightly feeling bits Ah, uh, the elbows are diecast um the dinosaur mode looks good it's about the same height as a, a cliff jumper from transformers earthrise and the dinosaur mode looks good in all of its modes and the robot mode looks
0: pretty good hmm that's where the good stuff ends i i uh, i'll just i'm not i'm not going to jump on it but i i already saw your photo of the instructions and uh that's that's an easy one. We could you could probably just go like, guess what? <laughs> the instructions suck. <laughs> the instructions are are a uh, oh.
2: okay. So it's obvious that they went somewhere and got this custom made. It is an eight and a half by eleven pe- sheet of paper. Yep. Where the one side is a freshly printed, um some kind of chinese directions receive the box open the box look at the directions scan a qr code go to our website on uh billybilly.com and then watch the video okay, okay. the video is probably one of the worst video reviews i've ever seen it's oh, not no. good i will i will post a uh, a link to it it's let me put it this way it's worse lighting and worse audio
0: than um my own video reviews I was going to say, if your instructions suck, but the other side has a QR code that takes you to videos, that's where I'm like, you know what? Okay, you did the bare minimum, you did the thing I want, and then put bad instructions on the other side of the paper, that's fine. (laughs) And I think what even irritates me more is the uh, video
2: link that they have is not HTTPS. It's just HTTP. Ooh, that's a very specific thing, but I I get you. And I just gave you the link to where they want you to go in the directions.
0: Oh, video.toyworld.club. That's my favorite. That's oh, my sorry. Favorite that song. that was my fat finger of video. I oh, meant to okay. type
2: video. I
0: thought they put that on the back, too. Just like, also, we, we put V twice. It looks like a W. <laughs> so that
2: um that is... Completely 100% my fat finger. But the QR code that's on the back here sends you to Billy b i l i b i l i i dot com. And I am going to try and give me just a second to check my history and pull that up again for you so you can
0: see the video that I'm talking about. I also can't get on to... Yes, not... that was the other thing I was going to bring up. The link doesn't work. <laughs> Video.toyworld.club. It's not giving me a 404. It's just not giving me not anything. Not loading. Right. Yeah. It doesn't work. Uh, this is a straight up Billy Billy video stream. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Five minutes. Um, and it, oh, and it plays uh,
2: the entire Beast Wars theme. And then, then at um, the end of that Beast Wars
0: theme, it goes to... Hardcore death metal. All right, so they, so one of my criteria for good video instructions is that I can hear the plastic. So I'm guessing that's not even on nope, the table nope. with this.
2: So go to. Um, Why is the ex- there a
0: light coming up under? Okay, it's not there for the whole thing. Sorry, there's, so, he's on a turntable at the start and he's underlit. And I. Yes. Yes. And this is a
2: prototype because parts that are painted on the figure are not painted on the piece that they have here in the video. Okay. So, um go to minute uh go to second 55. That's second... where the death metal kicks in.
0: Oh, let's just I'll turn the sound back on. Oh, yeah, there goes the Beast Wars theme. I had it running already, so I'm just about there. All right. That was not smooth at all. No, no, that, that's like, hard cut, death metal. I guess it's just like, oh, the timeline ran out on my audio, just stick this in. That looks like he tore that tail off. Okay. Off
2: there. You don't need that much force to get the tail off. It just, you can just wiggle it and it'll come off. Okay. All right, so let's talk about the figure itself. When I got yeah. the figure out of the box, all of the joints were tight. Tight to the point that I honestly thought I was going to shear and shatter pieces off. Mm. Um, when I started moving the figure around, uh, little clumps of white dust were coming off. So Oof. my thinking was that it was just the uh, the release um, powder that they use for the plastic injection was just coming off, and they just didn't get it off all the pieces. Which is fine; that's happened plenty of times before. The first time I transformed it, I legit thought I broke the figure. Uh, mm. The shoulders pop off constantly. They just fall off while transforming the figure. Uh, After that first transformation, literally every joint on this figure is bad S.H. Figuarts noodle quality at this point.
0: Oh, so the white powder was actually the friction. It just manifested and then abandoned ship. Yes, uh,
2: that is exactly what happened. (laughs) Uh, The arms are not... The ball joints in the arms are not strong enough to actually hold up the tail anymore. All of the swivels in the arms are so tight... Uh, I think it was just badly engineered, that the actual swivels, I'm going to have to sand down in order to turn them. The actual elbows are ratchety, though they're not designed to be ratchety. They're just very, very tight. The hips are a goddamn mess. Excuse my French. They are noodly and loose to a point where I don't know what to do now. Um... Man, the, 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 there there if, are panels on the back of the upper th- of the upper leg upper lower legs that are supposed to open up. I needed. I actually broke two spudgers trying to get it open, and ended up having to use a, a knife uh, that has a, like a hobby <laughs> knife in order to wedge it open. And once I did that, something made a very unpleasant crinkle sound. And uh, now they open with no problem, so I can open them with my fingers, but I end up having to use a spudger again anyway, because they're so far in there, my fingernails can't get under the plastic.
0: Oh, you said to, you said to do the old plastic decrinkle.
2: Yeah, I get you. Yeah, the old plastic decrinkle. The figure also doesn't want to stand up anymore, because the hips are so loose, it just falls over on under its own weight.
0: Man, um, that, that's the worst story because I've had a toy happen uh, that happened to a toy before, and it is probably one of the most frustrating things you can ever have happen is when the joint friction goes within 24 hours. Because then you're just sitting there going, "Like, did I do this? Like, did I?" No the the, the <laughs> joint friction went within 40 minutes. Uh, I guess at least you could rule out like self inflict or uh, personal infliction of it. Then sorry, um, I'm, I'm going. I-, I am going to
2: try. I've got some floor polish remover. I am going to try treating. I don't want to review this figure. I like I'm I'm thinking of doing a uh, just a shot, a quick YouTube video of saying, "Hey, I have this figure. Right now it's complete garbage.
0: Uh don't buy it yet unless you've got a lot of floor polish remover." You Even just do the video going like, "Hey, so" and you just jiggle him and you go like, "Is this happening to anyone else or did I just get a, a bum one?" <laughs> did anyone else buy this?
2: <laughs> yeah, cuz uh it it's it's a major disappointment. I mean this thing
0: was fifty bucks. And I'm, I'm watching the transformation and I'm I'm I'm, I'm already kind of questioning the use of die cast, especially in some of those it, spots, because it does not need die cast. This thing is just doesn't need die cast. And
2: when you get to the point where you butterfly open the dinosaur's like lower chest, um mine is not that tight. But there is not enough clearance to get the shoulder pads over the robot mode chest. So you actually have to lean in and pull up on the plastic in order to get that those uh, pieces over the chest. Oh, and in the directions they don't tell you, you have to extend the robot's spine first before you
0: bring those shoulder pads down. Otherwise, you can't transform it. Man, because the, the joint things you're describing to me, I'm wondering if it is partly because of the, the die-cast to plastic connections on, on like the, the knees and stuff. Like, if that's also just like completely turning the intended friction so into a dice roll. The die-cast parts are actually fine. They're still re- re-
2: reasonably tight. It's the okay. plastic ball joints in the hips... And the plastic swivels in the hips that are really bad, and the ball joints in the shoulders are really bad.
0: Also, so, ball, ball joints with metal hinges on the limbs, and I don't know, never,
2: the, never a good sign. Never, I'll, never a good uh, implementation.
0: Also, given given everything you described to me, the part where you said fifty bucks also made me kind of go like, huh, because <laughs> even with the diecast, like he reminds me a lot of like. I don't know. He comes. He comes off with the way the transformation works. Like, I guess fifty bucks is fine. But yeah, I don't know. The fifty bucks made me blank as well. There's something about Hold him. On, he... Let me. Let me. Let me check that. Like, I don't know. He. There's parts of him. Yeah. Forty nine ninety nine. That that immediately makes me want to actually hard crit the uh, the Dino legs a little bit because like I get they're transforming a lot and they're forming a good shape, but like. I don't know. Like there's there's stuff about him that at that I don't know. <laughs> I don't have him. I don't have him. So. It's
2: it's a bad figure. It is flat out a poorly engineered figure that is a real disappointment because I know a lot of people have been looking forward to this thing. It's it's not good. It's just not good. Maybe I can fix it. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna do a quick video asking if anybody else has an issue with it, and then um, I might send it off to Grim. Uh, cause I gotta, I gotta send some stuff to him. Uh, yeah. my, our buddy Grimlockamus was kind enough to ship me a couple of, uh, fish boys, uh, Woo. from a certain, uh, selects line to review and then send them back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I might just add this in there and say, pl- with a
0: note, fix please. Or, <laughs> you know, just a picture of cup that just says, fix me. <laughs> Yeah, cause yeah, I mean, there's there's always going to be the chance, especially when it's in like you're like we were talking about when it's a new third party toy. It's almost impossible to tell. Like, did I just get a bad one? And is this like a rolling calamity that's sourcing from like the white powder that came off of it, or like what's going on? Because yeah, like having watched that vi- that that you know quote unquote video instructions, I'm like, yeah, I kind of see like that. There's a neat idea in this figure, but uh like when specifically those two panels that you had so much trouble opening i've I've seen panels like that be hard to open like that before on production quality and uh yeah there's there's a lot about them where i'm like i'm like it seems like there could have been variable joint tolerances i also don't always know what toy world is anymore right now yeah exactly so, <laughs> so i got i got a toy world wheel jack a couple of months ago,
2: that was actually a very pleasant figure. It wasn't the greatest thing in the world, but it was fine. I didn't have any QC issues. It was just a fun little figure.
0: Yeah, yeah. The the little like the Legends one that they redid yep. as exhaust. <clears throat> yep. yep. Yeah. Because like, right now the impression I get is Toy World as an entity exists, and they're con they're they're basically just grabbing a lot of other of of designs that are floating around for sale and producing them uh mm-hmm. that's that's why like there's no real unified aesthetic in what they're doing but the problem is i don't know what their build quality is anymore because it also sounds like it's been very project to project that makes mm-hmm. any sense yes the other
2: thing that um i didn't get to mention about the instructions is the actual instructions part on the eight and a half by 11 page is obviously somebody took a very well done colored direction sheet and then just painted it over black and white oh yeah and then there is like this blue and red in there that they just i actually no, i take that back they took this they took a perfectly good color section and desaturated everything and removed all of the color, but left the color for the red and the blue on the directions. But the page paper is also translucent, which doesn't show up in my picture at all. So <laughs> if I just lift it up a little bit, like, not down on the ground, not on, a pe- on a white table, I can actually see the table through the paper.
0: Uh, it's also doing a thing I don't like where, it, like, like, the blue and the red is, is actually kind of nice, but... It does this thing where it's it's not just showing you like move these things in this direction uh and it's not showing like the after photo or anything that that's okay but it's also changing angles from yes. each step to each yes. step so i'm I'm getting lost looking at it like just just trying to look at these to see how it works because yeah it, that, like like it, step it, five and- is like fold these two arms in then the next photo is a far away profile shot and I'm like wait where so where were the arms in relation to that? But the, the kicker the is, we're... in
2: step in step five, it says fold the arms in, and then in step seven, the arms appear by the dinosaur head again. Oh, yeah. I think those are the arms. Either that or that's the uh, piece that rips the uh, robot head off after you transform it back from dinosaur mode. That's a nice feature. I mean, otherwise you have to pull it off yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's It's a real disappointment. I was really stoked to get a hold of this figure, and it's... It's not good, and I'm hoping that I can fix it. I'm hoping I can um shore up these ball joints or make uh, just make the
0: figure better it's It's really a disappointment. It's a great thesis statement for what we had just talked about about not early adopting as much anymore <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, thank you for your service <laughs> <laughs> uh Where's my that's pension? A, also I've, been bum- in this, I've been in this war for long enough. Where's my pension? It's also a bummer that like, yeah, it's also a bummer that it's a you know, it's a it's a third party figure that is that is actually not G1 type stuff. Yeah, uh, and, and I'm I was really stoked
2: to think about getting maybe um didn't they do Black Arachnia also? Uh or is that a different company that, that, that does was, legends?
0: That was Transform Element, who's also doing a Scorponok.
2: Yes, and I wanted to talk about that. Uh, the week lost over it. I am definitely looking forward to that figure,
0: but I'm kind of weary now. I feel like I heard good things about that Black Arachnia. I, I ended up not really going for it because uh, it, it 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 for good reasons does some parts form stuff to make the spider mode better. But I was kind of like, yeah, that's that's a great reason for me to to back off for now. But I feel like I read that like aside from that, it was built pretty solid. So what that- was the company again? Uh, Transform Elements—they're the folks who did one of the uh masterpiece primes from that weird year, uh—and uh, they're the ones whose masterpiece prime has the most unique transformation. Okay, uh, so they're
2: they're the ones that released at the same time that Magic Square released.
0: Yeah, theirs was was the like it was often Magic Square versus theirs. Uh, okay, and they they also uh, are a company, if I recall correctly, that are th- like they are the designer. There is the person who designed the DX9 Mitron Megatron from a couple years ago. Uh, oh, okay. So DX9's um, Rodimus Prime is probably one of my all-time
2: favorite third-party figures.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, this, this, I think this is a different designer, because that was D-Series, uh, Mitron was the Masterpiece-style Megatron, Megatron. uh, who did the MP36 leg trick right before MP36 got revealed, and I felt, I felt bad for the designer, because I am pretty sure the designer came up with that in a vacuum, uh, and then MP36 (sighs) just did it a bit better, and I was like, this designer's never gonna get the credit they deserve for figuring this out on their own. (laughs) Uh, but their their Prime is an excellent transforming robot like whether or not if you're going to get into comparisons then there's a whole bunch of other conversation about what you like but in a vacuum the, the Transform Element Optimus it, it literally every single transformation step consciously does the thing you don't think it'll do and it's really cool
2: <laughs> is there another Legends class Black Arachnia or is this the
0: only one out there uh, I feel like there might have been a couple shown, but I think theirs is the only one that came out so far. Okay. Because I, I, I swore, wasn't it, was it, no, it
2: is Transformers. Okay, it is only Transformers element. That's the only one I can find. Yeah. I, mean, I have some store credit somewhere. I might need to find that.
0: Yeah, like, like I, I I heard, like, I didn't really hear anything, like, that it blew any minds, I just heard that, like, it's very fine, and it's also not expensive, and I was like, alright. uh, But I, I didn't really follow up too much, so I don't know if, if there was any, like, known issues since then. Like, that's, it's been, I think it came out a few months ago, so this is the point where you could probably just, like, hit up a thread and see if there's any, like, lingering issues. Okay, yeah, I'll um, do that. Um, I'm...
2: I'm going to need to start a thread on uh, TFW to s- about this uh about this guy cuz this beast general cuz got, we got to warn people man. We got to warn
0: people, Chris. Oh, there's there's got to be a thread on him already. It's it's since it's Beast Wars it's probably buried somewhere, but uh I bet it's in there. i I'm, I yeah, it's just a bummer. Like I'm glad Transform Element like is still doing stuff cuz they've also got a rat trap coming which people yeah. constantly forget is actually an original figure. Because he in photos he he always just looks like oh they put generations rat trap out for size comparisons like no that's actually a, that is different because <laughs> uh, you know that's just speaking to the quality of generations rat trap but the, theirs has I think less of a backpack I'm not sure if if he involves detaching some bits but because with with uh, with their black arachnia um, it's specifically I think just the there's two chunks that you add on to the abdomen to make the abdomen of the spider mode look more bulbous. Oh, okay, I, and that's you, completely understandable. I'm, I bet her legs
2: will like roll up in that bulbous part.
0: That's what it looks like, yeah. Uh, and and like I said, that's that's I, I don't think that makes the figure bad. It's just like it's a specific thing where I'm like, uh, it's an easy way for for me for my tastes to go like I'm gonna hold off and grab something else. Uh, okay, that that makes sense. But uh, yeah, now I'm, I'm just looking at photos again. They're. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get myself caught up on some stuff. I don't have conventions now to, <laughs> to start sightseeing uh, things I've missed over over the last year. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that was everything that you had. For,
2: uh, uh, I believe so. I'm just looking around. Um, I, I got, I, I got, am, a... I'm def, I'm definitely in your uh, uh, Optimus Earthrise trailer club.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm. I'm, st- I'm. I was gonna try to bull rush that script, and then like you know whatever. Rolling insomnia. I'm still working on it, but it's. It's. It's definitely some thoughts I really want to work on. On laying out clearly of like, I like the leaders being like Voyager pluses with add-ons, uh, but I also don't like that trailer, and I think I think Seed Shockwave still is the best one of that. Agreed. Whole, yeah. Of, of, like, Agreed. The three. So if that trailer had a bit more of a transformation to
2: it, like if it was like a, uh, if it was Power of the Primes kind of trailer that actually turned into like a battle station or something for him in vehicle mode, that would have been very cool. I don't know how they would pull that off, but it, it would have been very cool. He's got the peg holes on the side of the alt mode for crying out loud.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like it's it's just aggressively doesn't do anything wrong and aggressively doesn't innovate. It's just there. And then like it then says, "No, I'm innovating. Look, I put an extra hinge on the on the command center so it can ambulate." And I'm like, I, that's fine." You know that's what? Cool. A
2: customizer could come along and make that trailer something really cool because good grief, the in in vehicle mode, Earthrise Prime's rear rear um part of the truck can fall down 90 degrees so you could just plop them in something yeah there
0: there is something that could be done here that would be really cool yeah yeah this it's it's a it's a good open canvas and an earthrise prime like is definitely more oh, than great. what a voyager could be like it's it, great it is a legit great
2: optimus prime toy
0: yeah, and and some of what it's doing, I don't think would would fit into the whatever the the boxes are that a Voyager has to kind of confine itself to. Like mm-hmm. it's it's clearly stretching, and or at least there's a lot more metal pins in that figure than you'd otherwise get in a in a Voyager. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's still fine, but yeah, the trailer is just like it's weird because you know it's 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 completely valid to hear someone critique the trailer and go like, yeah, but it's the right trailer for that figure, and it's like, no, it is, it is the right trailer for that figure. I hope that I never see it again. <laughs> I hope we're done with that trailer. Yeah,
2: me too. Unless they, I just kind of hope that we're done with rehashing Prime as this truck mode because we. I think we
0: need to start getting away from the 1980s truck mode a little bit. Uh, and we've, I think we solved it. Like, <laughs> like yeah. between between yeah. MP44 and Earthrise, and arguably Siege, it's kind of like we kind of. I think we kind of solved it and really well we really nicely and, solved it and studio series bumblebee optimus
2: and yeah. um the two optimi from the studio series line that were both voyager class figures those are both excellent yeah all three of them are great and if you can get the uh the deformation nemesis prime that is the nemesis prime for bumblebee movie prime that's also fantastic
0: yeah like there's 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 a, like a lot of very good optimus primes and and uh I, I'm very adamant about like not letting any fatigue for Optimus like take away from how good those toys are for me because I'm like I have so much fun messing with them that like I I don't really think about the Optimus fatigue and that's why also that trailer annoys me a bit is because I'm like this is where the Optimus fatigue suddenly reawakens and it's because you're a box that opens and mm-hmm. you you And you jerk. add and you add and you add fifteen to twenty
2: dollars to a figure.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I completely see a whole lot of why that that is happening it's it's all those little like kind of it's all those those really easy to forget moving bits or the command post thing like having yep. all those extra joints and stuff I'm like i totally yep. see how this is happening darn it <laughs> uh but actually i have i have uh i have my own one uh, on topic thing uh because i i uh, slowly been opening up some uh some cyberverse deluxes i got on sale Okay, so uh, I'm saving one more for the next episode, but I'm going to talk about Deluxe Hot Rod. Uh, oh. uh is that I, out in uh, in Canada on Toys R Us? It's been out over here off and on, but on Toys R Us CA, there was a sale and they had Hot Rod and Grimlock listed, so I, I snagged them with oh, the only other Deluxe they had, which was Optimus. I'm I very jealous of you right now. Yeah, I uh, I will say a lot of people don't like Hot Rod, um, and for for fairly valid reasons. And I'm just gonna say I really like Hot Rod, but also I will agree with some of the critiques. Uh, as a, as a as a toy design, uh, he has that hot rod. He don't, totally has the hot rod thing that is just seems to be a hot rod thing, where his shoulder pauldrons just mean his shoulders. He can't T pose basically. Uh, oh. oh, okay. So So, he's uh, got a little bit of a limited articulation in those arms. Yeah, uh, just on the outward motion when they are at his sides, like the more you pull, like between his bicep or, you know, the ball socket that has a bicep swivel and some other stuff, you can still get him to emote really well. But uh, his arms will come out, they'll come out about 45 degrees on the outward motion. They're still able to swing around and everything. He's got a double, um, a really interesting double hinged elbow, uh, and he's got wrist swivels. He's got a waist joint, even though he has that backpack and everything, it's completely unhindered. Um, he's got like the cyberverse deluxe suite of articulation is there down to the ankle tilts. Uh, so like, but the, the bummer things are the limited outward shoulder thing. He has big ass panels on his forearms that absolutely. Yes. Are kind of too big. Uh, and and the biggest thing, which is, comp- like, there's no way really to to get around it. He feels like he didn't get painted at Aww. a certain point. Uh, like, he has the rear back fins. In fact, there's a whole transformation step to form the specific Cyberverse versions of the rear back fins, and they're solid red plastic. Uh, oh, I see that. I just found a picture of
2: him. Yeah. Oh, man. that. Oh, just uh, if you're listening to this, at the time of this recording,
0: both Grimlock and Hot Rod are available on Amazon.com. Oh, excellent. Excellent. People people should mess with them. I, I'm going to, like, all that out of the way, I'm going to stand up for this Hot Rod toy. As a Transformer, I think he's excellent. Uh, I don't know if, if he has a propensity for bad joints. Like, uh, my Optimus even had good joints. But, uh,. His transformation is simple, but it works real well. The robot mode, I think, is excellent. It just needs to have some yellow added to it. And I, I can see, due to the transformation, how yellow paint on those fins could have ended up becoming a problem uh, because they yeah, fold just, together. Just looking at them, I, I can see where that yellow
2: would be a problem for it. Yeah. But that's not stopping anybody from painting it themselves, right?
0: Exactly. If you paint it yourself, get a, a solid top coat on it. Like they, they slide together, but the clear there is a, a straight up divot that is hidden in one of them to make room for the other. So they're not like grinding together. OK. Uh, And then he's got some paint on him. He has a lot of orange paint Uh, that's kind of hidden yeah, all over I the see place. That. I see that. Yeah. It's just he doesn't have any yellow paint other than some of the stuff on his chest. And it, it makes him look very unpainted. But like the so, head, the head sculpt is excellent. Uh the car mode is like I think the car mode's great. It's just not G1 Hot Rod. It's kind of a weird like, you know, the Cyberverse vehicle mode that's kind of a box car. So, can I can we spoil like one of the first episodes of season 3 for Cyberverse? I think because like the the official quote-unquote airing is now like at least halfway through, right? Okay. I
2: love the fact that they That during the advertisements, uh, the trailer specifically for season three, you had Optimus Prime going, Bumblebee, someday you will be called upon to be a leader. And I love the fact that he wasn't actually talking to Bumblebee in the show. He was talking to Hot Rod. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's a lot, I mean, I've 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 yelled about this a lot. Cyberverse season 3 was excellent and if you are just a fan of Transformers stuff, you owe it to yourself to watch uh, all of Cyberverse actually because it's barely a commitment of your time. But yep. uh season 3 was s- such a high point and and it's not just a high point, it's kind of like several <clears throat> micro seasons worth of high points. Uh, I my my only complaint
2: and I will I won't spoil anything other than I don't particularly like the way it ended, I think those sets of episodes needed to be before that big battle that happened
0: at one point.
2: Hmm. But I understand why they did the episode structure that they did.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a show that like all, all I'll really say is it's a show that should have had at least two more seasons. They they had cracked the code. They knew how to write that show. They knew how to they knew how to put in twists. They knew how to have like multi episode story arcs. They were they were dominating that ten minute episode format. Like it was yep. so
2: good. And, and we and we need more clobber. She is the single best character
0: in that show. Clo- clobber and Dead End having yep. these breakout arcs out of nowhere was was amazing. Uh, it, it's just it was a very good show. Uh, and, and can and, we talk about the fact that Astrotrain is gigantic? He's gigantic, and as far as I can tell, will never have a toy. No, there's there's no way that that thing <laughs> is having a toy. I, which blows my mind because he feels like a character who exists to sell some kind of forty dollar playset toy. And I'm like, and he, <laughs> and he is a just a consummate jerk through the whole thing. Yeah, he's he's it's a it's a good season. Uh, I okay since it's up for streaming, I hope y'all are checking it out. If, if y'all ever wanted, I've said this before, I'll say it again. If y'all ever wanted just a, a modern G1 show, it is literally that in, 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 in ways that might sound like I'm joking, but I'm not. It is quite literally the G1 cartoon people were asking for for years. Uh, but yeah, this, this hot rod, there are plenty of reasons not to like him. I think he's one of my favorite deluxes of the four that I have now. Uh, He's he's I mean Shockwave to me is still the weakest and not not that Shockwave's doing anything wrong. He's just very unimpressive given how impressive I found Optimus and Hot Rod and Grimlock. Uh and I'm I'm gonna talk more about Grimlock next week or next episode, but I will say Grimlock is at the super top tier. I'm looking forward to hearing what you say about Grimlock, but uh
2: probably I just I just ordered both of those figures on Amazon. Good, 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 good. So <laughs> I, I I will say I hope I, I, I'll defer to you to take that bullet and review it first before. Uh...
0: <laughs> well, I just hope that I hope that the joints are all. As far as I've heard, Grimlock has just universally been well received, okay. uh, and Hot Rod. It doesn't sound like anyone had bad joints. It's just that his paint was very disappointing. Uh, which, I can, I, which it is. I can, I can deal
2: with that as long as the figure's fun. I, I've kind of given up on being angry about Cyberverse for anything. And I'm just happy that some of the toys are just tons of fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've talked about it, right? Like, there's there's going to be characters where it's like, I'm happy that I'm happy about this toy because it is the only toy this character will ever get. Now I just need <sighs> to get Hammer Strike. Oh, I've heard so much good about him. Uh, I, I I want. I'm trying to trying to get myself out of this mindset of like, I can't wait to find one in person because I don't know when I will. Uh, right. But yeah, I've heard so much good about him. I that's new Starscream sounds kind of janky, but that alt mode is so much what I want. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still down for it. At least it
2: doesn't try to spin anymore.
0: Yeah, I I still have yet to mess with that toy because I, I I I took my my Cyberverse Slipstream over to the West Coast because uh, the other Slipstream I have the the Ultra one is over there too, and then I never opened it, so they're both just living over there now. <laughs> Uh, and they're probably happier over there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to talk more about Grimlock next time just to, to have some something on topic to talk about, because I don't know when I'm next going to get a Transformer. The only other thing I have really to talk about, because I pulled them off the shelf recently, was uh, G... Not G-Creations. It is specifically not. It's Generation Toy Op-X. The Generation Toy uh, Masterpiece Tall uh, IDW Optimus. Um. I haven't messed with him in a very long time. He's just sitting in truck mode on a bookshelf for a while, so I pulled him down, and uh, I was—it was one of those toys where I'm like, I don't know if this is one where I'm going to regret not like looking up how he works before I try this. Uh, and I, I forgot how much I like this figure. Uh, he's just This got is him. the this is the IDW style one, right? Yeah, with the blue fin on the back. Okay. Uh, and this is the one that came out that was often compared to the G Creations one, who explodes to transform.
2: Uh, okay.
0: This is the other one that a lot of people forgot about. Uh and I I really like this figure. I got him I got him on one of those like I found a good eBay seller things last year. Mm-hmm. And uh I just I kind of forgot about him and then uh, I was I was kept seeing him while I've been trying to clean my my complete mess of a living room and then I I was like I'm going to pull this guy down. I want to talk about him. I'm going to pull him down. And uh, I'm glad I did. hes he, I just really like transforming him. He's chunky. He's got a good chunk transformation where, like, there's lots happening, but there's no variance in where parts go. So you can just feel out how he works because every part only really has one place to go. So
2: I, w- I have the Generation Toy G GT-02 IDW Leader, which is the Stealth Bomber Megatron. And mm-hmm. it is the exact same way. Everything feels like it's supposed to go in a certain spot.
0: Yeah, guess who this truck had been sitting next to on that bookshelf this whole, like, year and a half. Uh, um, that that uh, that fairy toy. Okay. <laughs> so I got to pull him down next. Uh, but I it, Really, I, I got the two of them from one eBay seller, and I really oh, dug wow. them. And I put them both on a bookshelf and was like, I'm going to mess with these later. And I never did. Uh but that's that's why I like putting stuff on a, on a shelf or in a box because eventually I unearth. I'm like, oh, I didn't, I I knew I had this, but I haven't messed with it for so long, and then it's like basically getting it all over again. That's uh, cool. That's the, very cool. The way that this guy's back comes together is I forgot how glorious it is. Like all the all the angular right angled box panels just form a new angular right angle box on his back. Oh my god uh that sounds uh, insane it's it's and it's beautiful because like i said there's only one way that all these parts go together and there are there's always a visible tab and a visible slot somewhere when you're like i wonder if this locks up and it's like oh yeah it does uh there's there's a few parts that are a little bit janky or a little bit jiggly uh he's not like a perfect figure he's just like he's a really good example of what i like out of a transforming toy um and so i yeah it's nice messing with this guy again Uh, I'm going to make him a truck again. He, he's, he's also, that reminds me, he's a weird one where his truck mode, he has a whole extra piece that, that doesn't do anything else, but the back of his truck mode has a little bit of a janky spot in the middle. And then there's like this fancy, completely tight trailer hitch section that you just kind of clip over top of it. If you don't like to look at it. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's completely unnecessary, but it's like, Oh, here, if you want aesthetics and also a hole for the MP10 trailer, then here you go. I'm like, all right. Uh, but yeah, I got to pull that Megatron down next because I remember that Megatron's transformation being an utter joy. Uh, yeah, it it was a lot of fun. And I, I, uh,
2: shouts out to the uh, Chosen Prime. They have a they have somebody on staff or that they're working with that does stop motion, and he's re- he's got a stop motion of this figure,
0: and it's real good. Oh uh, yeah he he also has a stop motion of the G creation one. <laughs> Uh, which is the only, that's the only transformation of the G creation one I've ever watched. Cause it actually really helped me out with understanding how it works. And you weren't kidding. I, I that,
2: that back just explodes outwards in, in a good way. Like mm. it folds outwards and it really works. That's, that's really
0: cool. Yeah, it's just like the only real jiggly bits is like some of the arm joints like in the shoulders are a bit like there's there's a whole lot that moves and it's not really clear like what's not supposed to and then the uh the forearm panels that bend they don't really they have a they have a little clip and it goes onto a tab but it doesn't click it just kind of sits there so it's really easy to flatten those by accident. Uh but I don't I don't really care cuz I'm like all right, I'll just unflatten it. <laughs> it's one of the it's one of the least problems I could have with a figure. Um but, uh, yeah, it's fun to mess with that again. Uh, and I believe that then takes us into our little final section, which is some off-topic stuff. Mr. Baltimore Matrix of Leadership Spada yes. J- Johnson Prime. Uh, <laughs> that's your official canon name. It's in the TF wiki. If it's not in there, someone better edit that in or it's going to be unprofessional. I don't um, think I'm in the TF wiki. Well, now's your time. This can be your page name. Uh off topic. What's a what? Just tell me what's a thing that you've picked up lately or done lately? Off topic from Transformers. It's uh, and I guess off topic from Korean robots because we basically did that at the start. <laughs> that's uh, it's kind of stuck with you. So I just um, a little
2: maybe like a week or two ago finished a very long playthrough of of a video game that. Hold on, I've got to pull this name up because oh boy, um, with being at home, it's uh. I've been able to play RPGs again. All right. So, I just finished uh The Legends of The Legend of Heroes: Colon Trails of Cold Steel 3. Oh, part 3 is finally out. And it was a lot of fun. It was it was really nice to just go through a stupid JRPG again. And it it's following the uh you don't need to play either of the first two games. There is a nice uh, catch-up wiki, if you will, that uh, takes about twenty minutes to read through, and it's really pretty quick. And it was just a load of fun to play. The only thing I have negative to say about it is it leaves a, the end leaves a major cliffhanger, and the next game isn't coming out until next spring. Well, you gotta have... I mean, it's part three. You gotta have a part four.
0: Right. Uh, (laughs) But
2: it was a lot of fun. It was very anime. Very... Had a bunch of giant robot fights in it as well. Ooh. I really, really enjoyed it. And now I'm free to start Final Fantasy VII Remake, or I might just go through some other video game backlogs.
0: Uh, A friend of the podcast who was just on the podcast, Hoopla, actually, for the first time ever, played through FF7 Original on his Switch. And, uh, oh, nice! He 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 actually really made me want to play that. I haven't played that game since high school. And so, uh, if you're familiar with the
2: folks uh, over at Loading Ready Run, uh, I just watched uh, one of their co-founders play through Final Fantasy VII because I, I I didn't want to play through it again, and it, rem- <laughs> it made me remember a lot of what I really loved
0: about that game. Back I, in the day. I forgot a lot of what happens in that game. Like, like, so did I. Hoopla was was putting screenshots up, and I'm like, "Wait, when did it? What? What's that? When did that happen? What village are you in? <laughs> what's Bone Village?" Yeah. Uh, actually, fun funny anecdote. I went to high school with loading ready run people. Yes, uh, that, you you and I you and I have spoken about that before. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, what is time anyway? Really? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, well, I uh just kind of bouncing off that, I got I got an off-topic gaming thing I can talk about too. Uh, Uh, I recently uh, played for the first time in solo mode, one of my new board games, Architects of the West Kingdom. And boy, howdy, that is a fun solo mode game. It's also a fun multiplayer game, I'm pretty sure, but I I bought it because I want to play some games on my own. Uh, It's a worker placement, but like a really good straightforward one. The rules are so simple, and it is a twist on that whole formula where you're not just putting workers down and getting stuff. They are also your economy, and you don't get your workers back until they've been arrested, uh, which your opponents can do, or you can do. I don't know, but they form they form multipliers where when you put a worker on a mine to get an, one ore, if you put a second one there, you get two ore. If you put a third one there, you get three ore. So they're they're kind of like stack multipliers. Um, the solo mode uses a, an AI deck, and it's very straightforward. It is such a smooth game. Uh, it's by a couple guys in New Zealand. Um. I'm going to grab the box. Uh, Shem Phillips and SJ McDonald. I have got interested in their stuff due to some YouTube videos I started watching about this topic. Uh, and I, I like their style a whole lot. Um, I'm, uh, I'm hoping to soon try out Circadian's First Light, which is SJ McDonald's sci-fi game, which apparently also has a very good solo mode. I have heard uh, some of my uh, co-workers have been talking very highly about that game oh i I love the art style. a lot of people don't like it. The art style makes me think of specifically pre space quest for space quest uh and i'm I'm digging it a lot. You put a ladder in your pocket ow yeah, <laughs> as you too uh I'm gonna have a robot boxing match. Those are good games um. And the the one other thing I wanted to touch on is I played, uh, I was playing this game called Hoplamacus Origins, and I'm really, there's a company called Chip Theory Games, where all their games, they don't use cardboard and anything except for like the box and the rule book. All their cards are plastic, all of their pieces are poker chips with with labels applied, and all of their, everything is neoprene and poker chips. Uh, oh, interesting. So it's all very heavy, very tactile satisfying, and it makes all of their games ridiculously expensive. Uh, Hoplomachus Origins is part of a big series. The Hoplomachus series is like gladiators fighting each other, uh, and it's the cheapest one. It's like the quote-unquote entry version, but uh, it has a solo mode, which is a bunch of trials where it's like little, sort of like puzzle solving in a way, uh, through a combat system that's very straightforward to play. It's dice rolling. Uh, there's like, cheaper, um, lighter poker chips that you use for health, which means that the more health points a character has, the taller they are as a stack of poker chips. Um, and it's, a, I got it for like 50 bucks Canadian. It's, it's, it seems to be more expensive in a lot of places, but like, it's, you get a big, you get a big stack of poker chips you could kill somebody with and like three neoprene mats. Um, and yeah, I'm getting really won over by their stuff, which is very dangerous because their, their games are all very expensive because they're full of heavy stuff. Uh but it's that tactile aspect that is part of what I am enjoying about playing games that are away from a screen.
2: Um Yeah, that that's the type of board game that if you if you're trying to get it off a shelf
0: and it slips, you're gonna get hurt. I mean they gotta their current their current new game is called Cloud Spire. It is a combination <gasps> MOBA Tower Defense tabletop yes. game. Yes, I have played it. You've played it? I played it. Man. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, it's that's a game where I'm like that is the, like I'm I'm into Hoplomachus. I am probably going to go in on too many bones, which is their RPG system because it's it looks really cool. It's a lot of like character building with neoprene mats that are filled with cutouts for dice. Uh but Cloudspire is their big push. It has some real big hype and every time I've tried to I have actively tried to get myself into wanting to get this ridiculously expensive game, I cannot fathom the rules and and one of the big selling points is the solo mode and so part of this game the moba part is your own minions run on a pseudo autopilot that you have yep. to upkeep the solo mode is you doing that and running an autopilot entire opponent as well and i'm like i i like what it's doing but much like with gloomhaven there's a certain point where i like the idea of of having an analog version of a video game, and I think it's good that it exists and that it's available, but I don't think I myself can connect with that. Like what Gloomhaven, the whole thing is whenever I've watched how setup for Gloomhaven works, I'm like, at a certain point I feel like I'm manually putting in punch cards for a programming language. And I think it's super cool, but I don't wanna I don't wanna own it. And uh, Cloudspire is starting to sound like that too. I, I was watching a stream of a couple folks I, whose opinions I, I don't always agree with, but I, I, I like where they're coming from as far as communicating stuff. And like in their, like in one of their words, it's like they're not having a bad, bad time with the game. It's fun, but like. It's hard to say what it really is. It's it's a it's a complete like you played it. It's friggin' not just neoprene mats, it is like <sighs> chunks of neoprene you can add to the map.
2: <laughs> yeah, we, we ended up needing multiple tables because we were using different mats at the same time. There's a mode in that game where you can use all of them. Oh god. <laughs> and because we had like eight or nine people, we were doing multiple gaming games of them at once but all the games worked with each other so there's like this super high level and it just got to the point where i was like i need a beer when was were you playing the pvp mode as well oh i couldn't tell you if we were or not like were you playing against a human (laughs) i was playing against a human who was
0: on the other side of the table from me okay that's yeah, that's the PvP. Because I, this, this is the other thing that's frustrating about it. A lot of people say the solo mode is worth it alone, and I'm like, that's great. But I feel like then I'm. It's an expensive game where I'm only really enjoying half the game, and I've I've never really heard people talk up the PvP being good, just being really fascinating. So it was it was kind of Rube, Goldbeer, Rube Goldberg
2: in in that. When I did something, my teammate who was on the other side of another table got buffs to attack someone at the third table.
0: I'm digging this, I am digging that
2: that's <laughs> and I apparently died at one point and was resed by a different player at a different turn, and I had
0: no idea I apparently died at one point is actually what making me more excited about the i mean that's that sounds like a, also a crazy format you were playing with six players, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it was um at
2: one point it became very unpleasant. Because mm. trying to keep track of what was happening to me while my teammates were doing things prevented me from actually doing anything. <laughs> so I was literally sitting there just not really doing much, but it was like I was being used as a th- like a tunnel between the other two players <laughs> to move things around. And I was just this wall of Jericho that wasn't able to be, like, they couldn't get through me, but they could both kill me and not kill me at the same time.
0: The pain never ended. The The vulture just kept coming and eating my guts yes. and flying away, and then my guts grew back.
2: And I'm sitting there very confused. And the guy who I was playing with, the same thing ended up happening to him. And so we both just went down to the kitchen at work and cracked a couple of beers and we're like all right let's stay here for 15 minutes and see what
0: happens <laughs> well i mean that that means you also can can uh can verify like how satisfying them poker chips are uh
2: well the funny thing was when we came back like our poker chips stacks had changed but not like they we had gotten some and lost some and we were out like maybe four poker chips each and we're just like we have no idea what happened
0: I don't mean to keep asking you questions. I just I never thought that in me talking about chip theory game stuff, someone on a Transformers podcast would be like, "Oh yeah, I played that." Uh, was this someone who so was this someone who had who had like done the all in on the game? Did they have all the fixins as well, or was it just poker chips? Because you can get like so, a you can get a box that's bigger than the box the game comes in. Okay, to- so yes, yes, this guy uh, the coworker opened the box, and then there were multiple boxes within the box. Were, were there physical tower miniatures? For the towers. Okay. Yes. That is the, that is the part where it's like, again, so there's a box that's bigger than the base game box where you get like 60 us dollars for the box and you get, you get physical miniatures for the tower defense towers. What's really frustrating is they're kind of nice because they mean that your towers are more visible as towers on the table, as opposed to stacks of poker chips. Mm-hmm. But then it's like all right, I got this $130 USD game and I spent $60 on fancy towers so it looks nicer. I'm guessing the guy also had bought the the Greedge faction add-on and the whatever the other one is. The, that he, sounds like somebody went all in. He
2: had gone all in uh with his brother. So he and his brother had both bought everything together.
0: Did they like carry this all in? Because uh, that game has that another thing that I've, I've talked myself out of that game with is that it's like I'm okay with a big game box, but like that game box looks like v- like so ridiculous. they had a uh,
2: they had it, it it came in on a a uh, folding out uh, or unfoldable like um uh, cart with a bungee cord <laughs> over it with two bungee cords over it perfect. Perfect. You, then I'm, you like, saw, I'm right? like looking at it
0: going, what's the weight limit on that? And he's like 120 pounds. Because you, you saw what's in that box, right? Like the custom poker chip yes. cases and stuff yes. that it comes with. Oh, man.
2: Man. And I mean, he's unboxing it. And I'm seeing him pulling out all these pieces. I'm just looking at it
0: going, how much did that cost? And he just looked at me and I went, ah, okay. <laughs> I mean, they, they just had a Kickstarter for like another four expansions for that game. Oh god. Uh, which I which they're I gonna, maybe they're... put in a $5 thing on so I could get into their pledge manager to get stuff from Too Many Bones. They're uh, going to need a bigger box. They're going to need a bigger box. There's two more faction updates, another box of towers for the two new factions. Uh and I think two other expand. Anyway, Chip Theory Games, that's kind of their thing. They have interest they have they have really out there ideas on the back of tremendously attractive uh components. And also, often, like, like from what I've read, often it's easy for their games to get wildly out of control in some variants, like with Cloudspire. Uh, so it's it's how I've like I've like hemmed and hawed on Cloudspire so much. But I'm like, I think I'm gonna be happy with Hoplomachus and and playing around with Too Many Bones. Cloudspire feels like I would need to have a cart and five other people who I could wheel the cart over to to feel like I'm getting my money's worth out of it. Uh. Because there are folks who are like, "Oh, just buy the base game and play it by yourself," and I'm like, "That's like a 200 Canadian dollar ask for a solo game that is partly me like engaging with the novelty of running a MOBA and tower defense video game in, with my brain." Which it's cool, but like, I don't know. I want someone to pay me to do it. Anyway, that went a lot longer than we, I thought. We, but yeah, boy, howdy. We were,
2: we regret to inform you that the Chris Chris.exe has stopped responding. It's
0: friggin... Oh, yeah, I played Cloudspar. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what faction you were at all? <laughs> Did they even show you? <laughs> the purple one. Oh, yes, the, the purple one. Uh, I saw on the stream that, like, the faction sheets, it's not just a faction sheet, it's a double-sided faction sheet in very small font size, and then there's another sheet with the general abilities as well. To go so, with as that. a... So as a joke, they
2: had a like a little old fashioned scroll in the uh, in the box that his brother had made and he dropped the scroll and it rolled like 10 feet away from us. And He's like, OK, these are the rules.
0: <laughs> I mean, an- also another chip theory games thing, which I have now seen in the couple of other games I've messed with their rule books kind of goes off the instructions thing last thing i'll say their rule books read like they were written by people who had just spent like a year play testing the game there are some really funny omissions in those rule books where it's really clear that like oh i mean yeah we both know what this you know x jargon is and it's like yeah that sounds like something that if it was in the rule book i'd know like immediately but it's not in the rule book so right. i actually don't know what that is <laughs> so i have to go, do a quick google search and i'm like okay now i know what that means yeah, yeah, I get how this gets left out of the rule book if you're like a small team, and I believe they're still a pretty small team. Uh, but yeah, chip theory game stuff—that's interesting. Man, okay, uh, that's a great cap off to this. Uh, I thought I was going to be the one who was going to be like, hey, "Yo, have you, Spader? Let me tell you about Cloudspire." There's poker chips. Frig- no, no, I played it. <laughs> uh, thank
2: you for let joining me, it, me. Let me let me put it this way: by the end of the Cloudspire, ex- by the end of my Cloudspire experience, I was rather inebriated.
0: <laughs> that's uh, the board gaming uh uh fandom That's what they call a beer and pretzels experience uh... <laughs> <laughs> well uh, thank you for joining me in the rotating chair i hope i think it might have stopped rotating at some point um but hopefully the motorization kept it going um, I, I just had to get up and get a different chair it's okay
2: it's still okay. off in the corner it's still doing its thing how you doing over there buddy
0: mm-hmm. yeah all right cool as long as it's rotating. That's the main thing.
2: It's slowing down a little bit. It's getting hungry. You might have to feed it.
0: If you can give it a push on your way out. Well, I, then... I
2: you you did say don't feed it after midnight, so I, I I do
0: have that rule to remember. Yeah, I mean I got a room full of those things. I can't I don't need more. Like it that that storage space costs money. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Um but hey, uh in case you in case you want to check out uh some of uh, what our co-host does, uh hit up uh, YouTube.com youtube dot com slash baltmatrix, b l B A L T Matrix, uh hit up Twitter slash Baltmatrix and uh etc. etcetera. Et cetera. Yep. Um I hope you're all taking care of yourselves out there. Uh, I'm still trucking along, recording podcasts when I uh, notice a week goes by. So uh, I'll always say, like, my apologies that things are not, like, on a rigid regular thing. But, hey, we're all surviving. And I hope you're surviving, too. Take care of yourselves. Don't take risks. Uh, Learn to cook something so that your food situation can maybe get easier. And uh, above all else, uh, stay safe. Uh, So until next time, I'm about to repeat myself. Stay safe
1: for <laughs> You got some badass perpetrators and they're here to stay.